taking off in five, four, three, two. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I got something to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got something to say. All right. When it's game time, yeah. it's Dame time. Hey. Okay. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Hey. Hey. Damien hey. goddamn Lillard. Hey. That one boy, time for that kid. Nice. Hey. Cold-blooded. He did it last year <laughs> versus the Houston Rockets. He yeah. did it again this year versus OKC. Man, what a series. Yeah. I mean, Dame Lillard, that boy a beast. Yeah, him and uh, him, him and what's what's that other boy name? Russell Westbrook. Yeah, him and Russell Westbrook has been had been going at it the entire series. Yeah, game put it down. He said in the in the final seconds, I got the ball. Game time is Dame time. Hey. He dropped the bag. Game time, Dame time. Yo, one one of the one of the best games I've seen in a while. NBA playoffs. It's officially in session. Yeah. Uh, yo, it's looking good. The West is looking crazy. The East is looking a little bit more competitive now that. Uh, uh, LeBron yeah, isn't LeBron's around. Out of, yeah, LeBron's out of town. <laughs> LeBron left the East. It opened wide the fuck up. Yeah, uh, I don't. I can't tell if it's more boring or more exciting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. So it's it's always exciting watching LeBron, right? Like yeah. even if you know the only team coming out of the East is whatever team LeBron is on, it's still exciting <laughs> to watch. Now, yeah. I mean, it does open it up, right? You've got the Celtics. You've got you know. Um, you know, Miami made a run last year, I believe it was. You've got yeah. uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Are, are they considered the East? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, you know, th- there's just more competition there, right? Yeah. Uh, which, which which that's fun, right? Again, usually it's whatever team LeBron is on. Which for a while it was Cleveland, then it was Miami, then it was back to Cleveland, right? Now yeah. you're now, um, Philly's in it. If, if you're a fan of a basketball team in the East and you're in a city outside of Miami and Cleveland, now yeah. you get to watch your team. Did Philly get Brooklyn up out of there? They got him up out of there, right? I think Philly got Brooklyn out of there. I, I remember I was, I was watching Saturday, and I, I didn't see who won. Well, no, no, I saw who won the game. I don't I don't know if the series has been decided yet. I, I think uh, I think the series is still going on, but I think Philly is about to advance to the second, second round. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, shout out to fucking NBA. Yo, it's a uh, playoff it's, time. It's exciting. Playoff yeah. time is fun. Playoffs. I don't give a fuck about basketball yeah. up until playoff time. <laughs> yeah. But come I, playoff time, I, I'm a fan. I barely care about it during playoff time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, before we proceed with anything further, hello there. How's it going? Hey, yeah. How you guys doing? Here's our uh, beautiful faces. Uh, the Fade Podcast is now officially uh, video savvy. Video, we're live. Yeah. You can see yeah. us, our faces. Yeah, Later. yeah. yeah. Damn, I'm gonna uh, have to have like better shape ups. Uh, you know, I'm I'm bringing it. Uh, the scruff, the, the scruff, and ugly as well, fuck. You, you yeah, don't yeah. really have much facial hair anyway. <sighs> yeah, that, come it's, on, it's, man. It's been a struggle for well, you. Most I'm not of, even gonna like most hit, of your life. I'm not gonna hit you back with like even like a, a reply to that. I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna hurt. I'll be hurt by that. That's hurtful. You know that. I'm that's sensitive what, that's about what that. it was meant to do. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking prick. All right, and on that note, let's get this shit underway. <laughs> yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. This is the motherfucking Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. Uh, coming to you live and direct, Hearth Studios, Studio H, Baltimore City. What's good? Lesson of the day: When you fuck yeah. up, you just got to push through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah going, you, right? you can't look back. Uh, that, that's uh, that's what rookies do. Rookie rookies tend to look back and oh my god, I can't believe that I fucked that up. Yeah, you got to act like nothing ever happened and just. If you fuck up, do it with confidence. Yeah, yeah. Full steam ahead. I was actually reading a story <laughs> earlier about like one of the the biggest fuck ups in movie history. Yeah, I think. Okay. There might be a bigger one that I just don't know about at the moment, but in this current moment this is the biggest one so uh this was like when did toy story 2 come out uh fuck if i know what is that 2000 something i don't know yeah sounds right yeah um (laughs) (laughs) so uh during the making of uh toy story 2 yeah a pixar employee working on the film mistakenly removed everything on the system's file and deleted Almost the entire movie. No, that's not a fuck up. That's um, yeah, th- th- that's terrorist acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Clearly, cyber terrorism. Yeah, yeah, that's terrorism right there. That's, <laughs> you so, didn't fuck it yeah, up. You this just, employee. Yeah. And I don't know exactly what happened, but literally almost deleted the entire fucking movie. Yeah. Could you imagine how pissed the studio would be? If in fact everything was permanently deleted, Yo, is that one of those things where you do it and then you try it like <laughs> you don't know who did it? You're like, damn, uh, did you guys notice the files aren't here? Uh, does anybody, did you, uh, Tom, is you, are yeah. you having issues? <laughs> mm, uh, send me the Dropbox link. Uh, mine's is a, mine's doesn't seem to work. Uh, <laughs> refresh, hit refresh. <laughs> You know, just restart your computer. As soon as you start it back up, everything should be there. Yeah. And then when people found out, you're like, yo, these files are actually fucking gone. Yeah. Uh, Get distracted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an immediate, like, you, you, you probably have to try to kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. But there was a light at the end of the tunnel. So okay. um, the person who mistakenly did this was the, uh, like, the tech, uh, the tech director on the... Uh, working on the film at the time who was a new mom. So she had spent most of her time working from home, which yeah. I think is like how this massive fuck up happened. Yeah. And fortunately they were able to, uh, recover or salvage the entire film or oh, recover shit. all of the files from her system. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know how. Well, well, why does one person have the entire fucking movie and that's the only copy? I don't know. I'm like, I guess <laughs> it was on. I guess it, sounds, it was on the C drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the C drive. The know. entire film is just on the C drive, and she just selected it all and hit. And what kind of accident. fucking drive is this that she has an entire yo. animated movie? Yo, that. Well, how many gigabytes is that? That's fucking. That's a trillion. Yeah. <laughs> you have a, a fucking a trillion, trillion gigabytes. A yeah. Trillion gigs. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as long as you haven't fucked up that bad. Yeah. Or had a fuck up that big, you're doing all right. Yeah, I wonder in those moments, people like contemplate like suicide. Like, yo, yo, when you you know, like an entire studio is counting on this shit, like people like mad money invested, mad labor hours put in, and then you're two thirds of the way through, and you're the reason why the movie uh, is deleted, or or like, do you just are you just like, you know what? I wish I were there to like have watched those 
the first hour of panic, regret, fear. Uh, Like, you've got to think about, I got to leave town. You you probably went to CVS and got the kid to dye your hair and shave. What do you do? Imagine this was you. Yeah. You just deleted the entire film, whatever film. You just deleted all of Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I started looking at the flights like <laughs> immediately. I uh fucking uh chain you know go to the guy around the corner who sells the passports. You know I'll uh, I'll, I'll check him out. You know see what DLC he has. Maybe a two for one deal. <laughs> <What deals? laughs> no, he's probably gonna ask like you know why are you leaving town? But don't worry about that. <laughs> it's okay. He's gonna have his end, end game pre sale tickets <laughs> yeah. on the desk. <laughs> he's like, did you have anything to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, I, not, yeah. I, what is the biggest fuck up you've ever had? Like, oh, I've had biggest. many. Yeah, yeah, I've had many. Professional. <sighs> okay, uh, the first one I think of, and this wasn't definitely wasn't the biggest one, but it was one that just stood out because of its immediateness. Uh, I used to work at this bagel place when I was a you know when I was a kid, and um, uh, we were fucking around one night throwing bagels at each other for no apparent reason. And I chuck one, and we had this big neon sign uh, that obviously had the name of the bagel place on it. Um, mad expensive. I chucked this bagel. I think it was like a blueberry bagel, too, at that. Uh, so I could have just eaten it. You know, like I, sh- I should have went that yeah. route. Yeah. Uh, very American. Yeah. Of just wasting <laughs> perfectly good food. Yeah. Uh, and I chuck it at dude, uh, and uh, it, I aimed high. Bagel hits the fucking sign. Broke. Damn! It, did it fall and break, or did it no? Just it break? just cracked like one piece of it. Yeah, but of course enough. it's a neon sign, so it's all interconnected. So you break one piece, the entire thing's fucked. What fucking is this a Dunkin' Donuts bagel? <laughs> no, this is a regular bagel. From where? Uh, well, I don't know if I want to say the name of the place, but uh, it was bagel. That's true. Yeah, it was, it was, before they hear this, like, well, <laughs> see you in fucking court today. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They, it's still broke. Smirch to this day. <laughs> um, no. We never got that fixed. Now yeah, we know, I know. who broke it. I don't it. think they ever did. Really? I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think it was ever fixed. Um, but uh, but yeah, I broke it, and I remember my heart just fucking sank, dude. I was like, <gasps> it, it's like when you when you do something and you know your parents are gonna find out, yeah. and you're just like, oh, fuck. That fear Why? Like you just wish you had the fucking infinity gauntlet so you could just, <laughs> and just it's, it's no time at all. Change like, reality. Yeah. <laughs> Is um, that sadness I sense in you tuned in? My biggest fuck up, I would say I didn't necessarily break anything, but I think my actions led to us oh, losing shit. like a big opportunity. Oh, at the uh, company. Uh oh. So, you know, I'm working for company A, right? Yeah. And and we're doing a project with company B, and part of the project in, involves designing and building things for company B, right? Yeah. Uh, so obviously we have to you know go through the procurement process and get supplies and equipment and get things fabricated and so on and so on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we are going to mark these things up. You know, fifty sometimes. You know, I, th- I think in most of our projects it was like a seventy to an eighty to a hundred percent markup, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if our cost is uh, 
50k, you know, we're probably going to charge you 100 to 120, right? Yeah. Just to cover all yeah. the expenses, salaries, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. So, sounds like a very uh, capitalist way of approaching a situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, again, in this situation, let's say you're a company, you're the person leading the project on company B side. Sure. So, I'm communicating with my internal team like, you know, hey, this is what the cost is and uh, if we go with a markup of 75%, this is what uh, we're going to end up charging to the client. You know, do we feel comfortable moving forward with a 75% markup? Um, basically laying out all of the detail in this email about how we were going to charge the fuck out of these people. Oh, no. Oh, Mistakenly no. CC'd oh, the client shit. on the email. Oh. So they saw everything what like what was that immediate feeling like yo so <laughs> i initially didn't realize it oh until, oh that's even worse yeah until my boss responded oh, to the email no. like the client was cc'd <gasps> and that's all that's all my boss said is like the client was cc'd oh so i went back and i looked at my sent box yeah and i saw everybody that was how, how did you email. do that Yo, I have no fucking idea. I don't know. I <laughs> was like, were you subconsciously trying to help him out? You were just like, yo, fuck it. Let me let these no niggas know what the now. What the fortunately, logo is. like with Outlook, right? You can you can recall an email. No, nah, that never works. It never works. Yeah, yeah. never. But works. so I went because the person I, has to like accept that you're going to recall it. Really? I've had many. I've I've had many of these situations. I don't think me personally. Like, it's fucking of, stupid. Yeah, I, I know. Right? So if it's I try to recall thing. an email, you get to read it first, and that, or you can deny it. You can read it first and accept it. Like, no, no, no. I like, read you, that. You shit. can either accept or deny. Like, so it. But you'll know. Like, the, you, the other person will know that you accepted or denied it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it, I I think the idea Motherfucker, is Motherfucker, I never you knew can't, this. But you can't many you, emails I've tried to record. <laughs> and everybody's denied it. <laughs> no, nigga, no, I'm, I'm seeing this I'm shit. I'm gonna keep this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep this shit. Uh, yeah. Yo, like in that moment I was just like, Holy fuck. Like Yeah, that that's that's like the worst like feeling in the either world. Either we're gonna lose this project. Yeah. Or the client's going to be like, yo, you guys got to drop this shit down to a 15% yeah. markup. You yeah. guys are going to make what, nothing what, what, of what came of it? Um, I mean, I think for whatever reason, the project didn't go through. Like, we didn't end up winning that project. And I, I don't believe that had a that major is exactly factor. why. Yeah. Um, or so they tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Your boss afterwards like, Man, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yo, I was like. For a whole for the whole fucking week, and that happened on like Tuesday. The yeah. whole fucking week, I'm just like, holy shit! And my yeah. boss is very professional about like, you know, we just gotta be make sure we're buttoned up, cross our T's, dot our I's. Whenever you yeah, send yeah. an email, read it through again, make yeah. sure who's on the email is supposed to be on there, whoever's not. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, I made a huge fucking I, mistake. I always, I think maybe that's like the point of it that I hate, especially like when you know it was just like a, it was a fuck up that wasn't like you're just stupid it's just oh i just had a fucking slip up right yeah. because then other people take advantage of it like oh now i get to talk down to this dummy like yeah hey hey just read your emails from now on i was like yeah, yeah no motherfucker i working, know especially if you're working on a team <laughs> yeah right like yeah, people yeah. like 
you, you, you fucked up. Did. Yeah, you and, fucked they, up. and they love to lean yeah. into it, too. Like, I'm never going to let you forget yeah. how, how much you <laughs> fucked up. Like, you guys are just fucking having lunch on a random, like, Thursday, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, just uh, remember to look at your emails from now on. Uh, just uh, make Yo, sure. And you're just the like, subtle fuck slide. you. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, you're, if everybody's, like, round table working and sending yeah. emails, like, hey, make sure you <laughs> read that through. <laughs> Huh? Like and you, and you can't, you say, can't say anything. You're like fighting. Mm. <laughs> what what is the best fuck up movie? Mm, fuck up movie where somebody like, fucks something where up. Someone just fucks something up, like royally. Huh. Oh, I feel like there's so many, and I'm like, I can't immediately Blanking think of on one it right now. Right. Um. I feel like I know of one. Where somebody fucks up royally. There's so many movies where somebody's like fucked something up, and like the movie, the entire movie is like about them. Do you do you have one in mind? Because I need like a second to like process real quick. You know what comes to mind? Mm. It, it, this is more like not necessarily a fuck up, but just when you think you're smarter than everybody else in the room. Yeah, and you're really not. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. The Italian Job. I, it's been a while since I've seen the Italian job. Remember they, they there was the heist that they did. Yeah, it's in what Paris um, or I think so. I guess maybe Italy. Italy. <laughs> that would make sense. The Italian right, job. Yeah, the Italian job. <laughs> the Italian job in Paris. <laughs> We're curbing all your expectations. You don't know what's gonna happen in this movie. <laughs> uh, and I think I agreed with you. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah why not? So, uh, that that one place. Spot on. Rome. Spot on. <laughs> um but yeah, so like Edward Norton thought he could outsmart, like, you know, they did the job, right? Yeah. And then Edward Norton turned his was back. It was it Edward Norton or was it uh, Mark Wahlberg? I remember the Italian job. Because I think Mark Wahlberg and uh, like Jason Statham. Oh, were they all in it? I think they were. I think so. I might be getting these people mixed <laughs> the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like it was Jason Statham in that movie too. Sure. Uh, and then Edward Norton's Why character not? turned his back on, uh, like he like, you know, betrayed everybody, right? And kept all the money. Yeah. Um, you know, went and bought this big house, fancy like security. Never thought those people were ever gonna get close enough to him to touch him and get that money back or get the gold back. Yeah. And he just was so he just thought he outsmarted everybody so much. Yeah. But he made a bunch of like he made a few fatal errors, mm-hmm. right? And then at the end of the day, he ended up fucking himself over by betraying people who were smarter than him, mm. right? And yeah. who were more like eager to yeah. to to. to to kind of get back what they lost, right? Yeah. To me, that's like a big fuck up, right? When you underestimate people who have more drive than you to to take something from you that you took from them. Yeah, that that actually, underestimating someone's always a huge fuck up. That's actually going to lead into uh, something that we're going to talk about later. Obviously, we're going to get into uh, Thrones uh, throughout this entire season eight. We're going to be doing uh, the new segment. I got five on it. Um, and so, but that's going to play into something that I want to, I want to, I want to talk about with, uh, with, with, uh, Thrones. But, um, when I, when I think of movies of like fuck ups for whatever reason, I think office space keeps coming to mind. I don't know why. Never seen it. I'm not going to lie to you. <sighs> fuck man. Have you never seen office space? It's a fucking know. classic dude. Never saw it. That's so sad. Yeah. I, I feel so bad for you. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's basically this guy who essentially he gets hypnotized. Um, and, uh, uh, so he hates his job, really like hates it. His boss is a dick, like a, just a typical, like executive at a fucking, 
I don't even know what the fuck the job was, but it was just out of this office building. Um, and he had these like two other friends in the office and, and they all kind of hated the job. Um, and then they all basically plotted to steal uh, money from the uh, like the, to like basically shave a few cents off, like or fractions of cents off of. I don't know, whatever accounts that they fucking had. But the dude who came up with the idea of like, oh, like I could just shave a few cent, a fraction of cents off and what nobody will ever notice, but it'll accumulate to a pretty decent amount of money. Apparently he fucked up and it was for a way larger amount of money than he originally thought it was. And so, of course, they noticed and were like, what the fuck? What, what happened? Yeah. And then uh, then basically the rest of the movie is about them trying to, like, get out of it and trying to figure out what to do and all this other shit. Um, so I th- that movie is what comes to mind when it comes to fuck ups, because it was like, you know, they found out and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, you know, they're talking so much shit about the place before. And then now now they're like, oh, my God, I can't go to jail. Like, yeah. or, and, I, and I don't want to lose my job. Like, you know, and it was. Uh, yeah. And at the root of like a major fuck up, it's always either just like carelessness greed uh you know like thinking you're 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 smarter than everybody else in the room right yeah i, I think or the most selfishness. unfortunate one is carelessness because yeah. that's the one where you're you're just going about your life you're cruising along it everything is great hunky door everything's humming along and then that's the perfect time for something to go drastically haywire because you just stop really paying attention. Yeah, and you still have it's to own one hundred percent of yeah like, the blame, right? Yeah, but all you you just think to yourself, like it's like uh like I, I think to myself like uh I think perhaps my biggest fuck ups were like car accidents, right? Like so there's been like there's been two car accidents that I've had. One that I was like, yeah, this is completely my fault. The other was just like, yo, I don't know, this is questionable. This is on the fence. I was texting. I don't know. <laughs> what do you what want me to do? do? <laughs> hey, look, she told me to come over, and so I was trying to text her back. You know, yeah, yeah I gotta, I gotta hit her back. You can't not hit her back. You know, <laughs> you've been there, officer. He's like, put your hands behind your back, <laughs> sir. Officer, come on, sir. It's just, me. Just get into the car. <laughs> yeah, I know, like you know, like it's me. Hey, it's me. <laughs> um, uh. But yeah, uh, it was uh, one car accident. It was just like, um, so I tried to, uh, I tried to make a left hand turn. Uh, so uh, I was coming off of a side street, and I was trying to make a left hand turn onto like the main road. Uh, there was a car coming, and this is at night too. There's a car coming, and it was like it might have been a van, but perhaps I'm just making that up to make myself feel better. Uh, but I think it was a van. But I couldn't see that there was another car behind it, sort of in that car, in the car that's closest to me that I see in its blind spot. Mm-hmm. But it was trying to pass that car and mm-hmm. I didn't see it. So I thought the van was going slow enough where I could make that left hand turn. So as soon as I go, like when I'm about to go, I look at this van. I'm like, all right, the van's far enough away. And I look to my left while I'm basically going because I know I can beat the van. So I'm looking to my right to see if there's a car coming there. As soon as I get out there, there's a fucking, uh, fucking, what's it called? Pickup truck. No, 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 no. It's a, uh, Jaguar. Jaguar. A Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like one of those old Jaguars. So gotcha. Like, yeah. Um, but it was a fucking Jaguar that just fucking flew past and I clipped the side of it mm. and I was like, fuck. And, and it, this was at a point in my life where I was like, I was going to school. I was at working. Everything was just humming along. Yeah. And then this motherfucker. Came what, out of nowhere. How was the damage? Was it like bad? Yeah. 
Uh, no, I got I got my car fixed, and I think that the Jaguar got theirs fixed too. So it wasn't like both cars were totaled yeah. and like people got hurt. It was just like it was just like this is come on, this is fucking stupid. Was your car like how? I mean, how bad was the damage to your car? It was the mm. did the bumper fall? It was like off the first. Or? Yeah, it was like the front right was just like it was yeah, bad. It was done. Yeah, yeah. yeah the front like right you, like you couldn't go pick a girl up on a date. Oh no, no, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you go on that, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there will not be a second date. Yeah. <laughs> no. Whenever I see like um, women driving in cars with a, like a guy, and the car is a sh- is like a shitty just. If the girl's driving, car. no, like a guy's driving in car, he's got a girl next to him, and the mm-hmm. car is like a piece of shit. I always think like, damn, she must love that motherfucker. Hey, sometimes love is love. Because yeah, that's know? a piece of shit. <laughs> so, hey, she, I'm do, like, do you think that? I'm like, good for you, brother. Do you think that women? Uh, and maybe this is a stupid question, but do you think that women really do value that in terms of like, if you like, and I guess it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a talking without talking, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, Hey, I drive this car. Therefore, you know, at the very minimum, I can pay my bills. You know, I can, I got a place to stay, you know, like I can take care of myself. Like, it's like something that signifies, Hey, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I mean, I think it symbolizes it or it, it, it gives the, uh, and I'm using the wrong words here, but it gives the the the, the symbol that like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. My finances are somewhat in order. I'm yeah. relatively successful. Yeah. Uh, you know, either I have a good job or I I'm, I'm a business owner. I do something that can allow me to afford a, a car like this. Yeah. Right now. That's not always the case because you know, there are a lot of people driving really, really nice cars that are drowning in debt. Absolutely. Or at least shouldn't be driving that car because they or it's can't leased. afford it. Yeah. Um, now, leasing is actually smart, right? Like Depends. It depends. It, it depends on like the terms of your lease and yeah. whether or not you're going to be upside down on the vehicle at the end of it. Yeah, but, what, what I mean by that is, is like you can go get like a very nice car, but like really like you live in like your mom's basement but you can go lease a fucking car and yeah yeah i mean a lot of like a lot of very like like rich people right if ferrari drops a new 458 spider right and i want that and i know i'm gonna want the next one when it comes out yeah you'll go and lease it those are those are but again you're 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 looking at it from a slightly different angle right those are practical ways of going about it because you're rich (laughs) but leasing isn't always bad um but again you know i think it gives like a sign of like oh you know you're doing well Um, yeah I i think men are attracted to women who drive um you know if i see a chick pull up in like a mercedes bmw audi whatever one of those nice cars i'm I'm like, okay, you know, you, you're doing all right for yourself. Really? I've never, I've never really, like, cared or paid attention. I, I guess and, if, and if and it's I'm going to speak from the male point of view. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> always think. <laughs> well, thank you for that clarification. From, <laughs> from experience from the yeah. female point of view. But I do think that for men, it, some men are intimidated by it, right? Some men are like, yo. Oh, if you see her dive, driving a really nice car. She's got a much nicer car than me. I don't, you know. Ooh, I that's a that's her. an interesting question. Could you be like, could you date somebody who clearly is like, if she's the breadwinner? Yeah, could you and, date, and but you that date like her? not that she's the breadwinner, but that she's the breadwinner, and she flaunts the fact that she's a breadwinner. Could I? Is she's flaunting it? No, I could. Why? Oh no. no. Flaunting Frail, it, no, but masculine look, so here's ego. The thing. Flaunting it in terms of like throwing it in my face. No, no, no. Just that, like, that's her vibe. That's who she is. So she's driving the Mercedes. 
She's driving the fucking she's, she's BMW. Got the, she's got the like the nice bag, and she's yeah. always dressed to the nines. She's got Chanel. That type and all of that flaunting. Shit. Go ahead, baby. Do your thing. I'm right there <laughs> I like you. how you put it too. Yeah. As if like do your thing, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm cool with that. Now yeah. she's like, I think a lot of men have an issue with it when it's like thrown in their face, right? The women are like. I make more fucking money than you. Yeah, nobody shit. wants to get told. <laughs> no one wants to make more fucking money than you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if anybody says that to me, Fuck I'll you. be <laughs> offended. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But no, if, if my uh, if my lady makes more money than me, you know, I can live with that. I can eat that as long as the family's doing well. I don't give a fuck who is bringing more money home. Mm. As long as, as long as the family's doing well. Yeah, well, that's when you're a team. When you're uh, when you're still in competition mode. Uh, yeah. That. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, you. It can hurt you the ego wanna, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that's for everybody, though. Or maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it from a naive point of view. But, uh, but yeah. Which I mean, th- there's a movie coming out about this, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's the movie with, uh, uh, what is it called? Like Step Up or. It's with Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the movie's called, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I gotta know what the movie's called. I, I, I don't. Gotta, I got, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't care. Fuck. But either way, yeah. um, so it's kind of like a, a modern or a, a different take on Pretty Woman, right? We know Pretty Woman, Richard Gere. Oh, is it really? Uh, uh, somewhat like that, right? I so guess. Richard Gere is the successful businessman, right? Yeah. Uh, he's you know smart. He's educated. He's groomed. But so on and so on. And uh, Julia Roberts is uh, the prostitute, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't like the, I don't like the gusto that you said that uh, with. She's, she's uh, the, the prostitute. prostitute. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what she was, right? Um, a very, yeah. a very attractive, astute prostitute. Not the ones you see around here. <laughs> definitely not like the ones you see in Baltimore at two o'clock in the morning. Hey, hey look, uh, you, you guys know what his name is. His name is a rain, real name. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, get at him. So on social media everywhere, just uh, let him know how you feel about yeah, what he said all about the you. prostitutes. If, yeah. if you were offended by what I said <laughs> and you'd like to challenge me, please. <laughs> but anyway, so um, so this new movie with uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Seth Rogen, again, it, it kind of flips the script, right? So now yeah. Charlize Theron, I think she is like the Secretary of State yeah. in the film, and she hires uh, Seth Rogen as her uh, like speechwriter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as they get closer, they, you know, start to really kind of like enjoy each other's company. And then before you know it, they're uh, in a relationship with one another. Mm-hmm. And uh, this movie is called Long Shot, and uh, it's in theaters May third. It actually looks like a really good movie that I might sneak into. I don't know if I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd pay for it. Yeah. But um, again, this movie's called Long Shot. Charlize Theron, Seth Rogen in theaters May third. Um, again, like, here's here's an example of the woman. She's the breadwinner, and he's yeah. like a speechwriter, and he's essentially working for her. And you know, he's not intimidated. I I take that approach. Mm. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I I don't think I can never really be intimidated by somebody because I like I don't. But I I think it also goes to like I don't know if I like would be that interested in somebody who was really that into like because that's not like my vibe. You know what I mean? Like who, I'm not like the person who's like flaunting their money. Or yeah, like I it's not really like where my head's at. So it, it naturally I wouldn't necessarily gravitate towards somebody like that. I, I, at least I don't think. And, in practicality. I mean, as long as 
you know, they throw something my way too. Like, oh, damn, baby, you got the new Range Rover. You can't get me the G Wagon. <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get you the G Wagon. I'm like, that's why I love you, baby. See, I could do that. But if she's pushing something crazy, yeah, and I'm pushing. <laughs> You know, something average. <laughs> Fucking the Civic where it's, it's on its last if she, leg. If she got the new Bentley truck and I right. got the new Corolla, I'm like, come on, baby. We're like, well, yeah. okay, I the thought new, we were a team. The, the new Corolla, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, if it's like 1999, uh, the 2000 Corolla, probably not. Yeah. No, nah, see, even yeah, if it was a, the 2019 Corolla, I'm like, baby, the Bentley truck. <laughs> Share the wealth. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotta cheat on you. Uh, yikes! Jay okay. cheating on me. All right, all right. Well, that 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 took a turn. That took a turn. Um, okay, uh, let's let's jump into uh, some upcoming movies. Uh, there's only one upcoming movie, uh, and we all know what the fuck that is. Avengers Endgame. Is anything else in the world happening? I, not that I know. Of. I'll, I'll be honest with you. This week should not honestly should not even exist. This, yeah. this literally this week should not be a thing. We should just forego this week, skip to the weekend. There's nothing else happening this week that I give a fuck about, except for one thing. Uh, my daughter. Well, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna go in a different direction, yes, but yeah. true. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go in uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> Damn. What, what do I care about more? Damn, if I were to create competition. a top five list of things I care about this yeah. week, uh, yeah, daughter's number one. Okay, yeah, uh, Popeyes biscuits. Yeah, like, uh, not the biscuits. I'll, I'll go with the red beans and rice. No, the biscuits. If Trey, if, if, if someone said <laughs> you could never have Popeyes biscuits again, but you could watch Endgame, yeah, or I'd be perfectly you know, vice fine. Versa, I'd be perfectly fine watching Endgame. I'll be okay. Not eating one of those dry ass. No, I would be biscuits. eating biscuits. Like, tell me what happened. <laughs> tell me the movie. I can't see it, but you can tell would it. Would you to me. honestly? That's what you would do. I'm not giving up Popeye's biscuits. I know that. Don't, yo, you can fucking die eating one. You, you you need to watch how fast you eat it because if you eat it too fast, you'll fucking it'll clog your throat up no, and you'll them die. Bitches moist, are they? Know. Yes, it's are KFC they? biscuits that they are dry. They use them. They use them as fucking hockey pucks. That's what they. That's no, what no, they do with the Popeyes about biscuit. KFC biscuits. I'm not talking about KFC Those are biscuits. Those big, thick, hard ones. Popeyes no. biscuits. They're made with love. <laughs> I'm telling you. So daughter, the fuck was Mary Popeyes Poppins biscuits. making your fucking Popeyes Yo. biscuits? Is that <laughs> avocados, guac, whatever, you know, whichever form you prefer? Very, very important. Yeah. Could you live without guac? Yeah, of course. What? Ask me very stupid questions. I don't. I, this is not no, like these you. are. This is not like you, right? These are very. Ask good me better questions. questions. You, you could live without. If someone was like, "Hey, you can't watch season eight of uh, Game of Thrones." I couldn't. No, I, or I, or yeah. would you choose? You can never have guac again, or an avocado. Goodbye, guac. Hey, look, I do. I look You're like, fucking lying. Do I look like a twenty-something white woman to you? Everybody loves <laughs> avocados. No, no, no. Good, good. That was good. But no, everybody loves avocados. I don't fucking need no avocados, no avocado toast or fucking guac. I'm, I'm good. And fourth on my list. Buy my fucking ticket. I <laughs> fourth on my list is yeah. uh. The uh the BJ's gas station in Columbia because they got the dumb low prices. Yeah, on yeah. Premium. Okay, fair enough. I I'm, need I'm, that. I'm, I'm fucking with you on that. <laughs> I <Okay>. need that. 
fuck Endgame, okay? I need the low so you could do, I need you the could do low without, premium. Uh, okay, fair enough, because that's real life shit. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you need to. <laughs> yeah. no, I gotta get to work. I gotta get to work. <laughs> I gotta uh, get to the theater to yeah. see the bitch, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So, w- w- am I am I going with what are the five more important things than Endgame? Just give me your top five top most five important things this, this week. This week. My top five most important things this week, uh, Game of Thrones, Endgame. Um, I, I, I got a, a couple projects that I'm trying to clean up and I'm trying to do. Uh, actually, one to do with Endgame. Uh, so uh, so that's pretty important to me this week. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't have any children, so I, I can't take the... Uh, the, the I'm going to look pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna look like I I have a very frivolous uh, uh, life like he here. He has no yeah, fucking care in the world. I have world. no care in the world. Um, damn. What else is important? Oh, um, you know what? Uh, Mother's Day, and it, it's clearly not this week, but uh, Mother's Day is coming up next week. Yeah, or two weeks from now. Um, um May tenth. Let's go with that. <laughs> I like how you're trying to wink at me. Like, 9th or 10th. Yeah, yeah, what, maybe, what else? Yeah, um. Uh, but uh, I really want to do something good for my mom this Mother's Day. I feel like I, I, I have never, not never, but I, I, I haven't really been hitting the mark uh, in recent years. So I feel like this Mother's Day, I want to I do something nice for her. And nice. I, I want it to be good. Yeah, yeah be so a that's good important. son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been an asshole. No, you're saying that in jest, but I, that's probably very son. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> probably very true. Um, yeah, but I, I think that's pretty much it. Um, but that's not this week. That's two weeks from now. Yeah, your list sucks. Let's yeah, move yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you, like, I, shitty fucking hey, look, list. I, I, the only reason why your your list is respectable is because you have a daughter. That's it. No, that's Popeyes biscuits. I, I think everybody in America would disagree with you. Guac avocado slash no between the both. No, very important things. Again, only uh, I, 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 I can't. I don't know if I've ever gone a week over the past like ten years without yeah. having an avocado or a guac. At some point in time, really, that's kind of strange. Yeah, very. It's a superfood. Okay. Fucking vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and other yeah. good stuff. Vitamins. Did I say vitamins already? Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> more, more vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All of that shit. Uh, fair enough. I look, I'm, I'm not gonna argue with you. Yeah. Yo, do you wanna... know what the when you get old, when you're young? Yeah. Best cereal, cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, that's very true. When you're older and you like, yo, high blood pressure, I can't be eating that shit. <laughs> the best breakfast is yeah. avocado toast. Are, Irina, are you a white woman? Yo, you've never had avocado <laughs> are toast? You, are you really shit a 20 An amazing way to start your morning. I'm just going to move on to what else is coming yeah. out on streaming. You, you, need to, <laughs> you, you need to live life right. Uh, I'm worried about you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, else, what else is streaming? All right, all right. What's uh coming on uh streaming? Uh, AKA just Netflix. Uh, is uh grass is greener? And usually I like to watch the um, like the trailers or or just like to sort of see what the fuck the things about. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I didn't do that this week. I did not see exactly what all these things are. But I want to keep you informed. Who's in it? No idea. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know about any of these things that I'm about to listen, say. Uh, you don't come to this show for. Facts, yeah, 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 breaking yeah, news, yeah. hard hitting. No, 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 no. That's not why you come insider here. Insider, you, you come no. here to listen about how we like to eat avocado toast, yeah. and the most important thing to us right now a bit is of vulgarity, yeah. <laughs> some risque conversation. Yeah. Uh, to talk about Popeyes biscuits endlessly. 
Um, okay. Uh, and then Pinky Malinky Part Two is coming out uh, on Netflix uh, along with Pinky Selection Malinky? Day. Yeah, I want to say I heard about that, but I, 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 I'm going to keep moving on before I embarrass myself with my lack of knowledge. Uh, Selection Day, uh, which is a series, uh, new episodes are out. Uh, I think you should leave uh, with Tim Robinson uh, is coming out as well. Uh, Bonding, um, uh, remastered Devil, Devil at the Crossroads, uh, She-Ra and the Princess of Power, season two, Street Food and Yankee. Uh, are all dropping on uh, Netflix this uh, week indeed. Um, okay, uh, let, let's move on to some uh, trailers that dropped this week. Uh, first and foremost, we've got uh, Gemini Man, Will Smith, back at it. Yo, yeah, looks good. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Uh, here's what I'm afraid of. Um, you have Ang Lee and mm-hmm. Will Smith. Both can be slightly erratic when it comes to their filmography they can either blow it out of the park it blow it out of the park is that a thing hit it out of the park hit it out of the park yeah i don't know if you blow anything what could you blow out of a park uh well there's a number of things but uh one specific one comes <laughs> <There's> a- <laughs> where are you going with that <laughs> where are you going with that <laughs> uh, uh moving on uh, but uh, yeah, uh, both can either hit it out of the park or they can shit the bed. Uh, and b- them combined together, as we talked about last week with like uh, Captain Planet, uh, with their powers combined, I'm not entirely sure that's, uh, I don't know where that's going to go. It could either be uh, a fantastic film or it can be just a tragically terrible film. I don't know. I don't know I don't where know. it lies yet. I, I think for the most part, Ang Lee has delivered. You know, if you look at his, um, you know, his, his, what is it called? Filmography. Yeah. If you look at his history of work, his body of work, mm-hmm. it's been for the most part, um, you know, above average, well above average, I'd say. He's done some dope shit. It's above. He's not average. Ang Lee is no average uh, director, uh, film creator, writer, producer, whatever the fuck he does. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Nay. I mean, he did come out uh, again. No, we had the uh, conversation about this uh, earlier, but he did have the uh, uh, the first Hulk film with uh, Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Eric Banner. I'm sorry. Um, which I think, Eric, I like Eric Banner. Uh, I think that film was very disrespected just because it wasn't as good. As deservedly the Hulk we're so. Now. It, no, it's deservedly so. Edward Norton's Hulk, his movie that was terrible. Okay, I, Eric Banner's was good, you, but I, it was it was it was the very beginning. It's the first time we're seeing. I don't know why Hulk. you're it's, arguing. It's about easier this. to do the second, the third one. Um, but Ang Lee, you're, you're coming out with a lot of flowery language no, here. No. But to, let's just get to the, the Ang point Lee's of Hulk with Eric Banner was a good film. So for the most part, I think it, Ang Lee's work not. is above average. And you put Ang Lee, you team him up with an actor the caliber of Will Smith, mm-hmm. uh, with a very. Um, I'll say, I don't know if this is a new idea, mm-hmm. right? But it's, it, I, I can't recall any movie I've seen like this before, right? Mm-hmm. What, like Will Smith? Uh, Will Smith well, has come out with movies like this before. He what? came out with, uh, um, he, he's had like a iRobot and all the other shit. It's all well, like I mean, futuristic, it's a sci-fi, weird, futuristic sci-fi, movie, yeah, yeah. But this is, you know, a younger version of yourself sent from, what, a, an alternate reality? Isn't or? that Looper? It, it, with the exception of it wasn't like a younger 
Bruce Willis as much as a younger what's his, or uh, uh, John Gordon Lovett, Lovett, whatever the fuck his name is, JGL. No, listen, this is a new <laughs> idea. This is. Yeah. This is <laughs> That's what this you is, do. This, this is something new. Nowhere else to go. You're just like, anyway, no. <laughs> I love the idea here. A young Will Smith sent from, I guess, the past into the future to kill an older version of himself. But uh-huh. the challenge here is your older self is going to know the younger you better than the younger you knows yourself. <sighs> okay. Again, you team him up, Will Smith with Ang Lee. I think we're looking forward. I think, sa- I think we're going to get a great movie here. All I'm saying is, is that th- it can go either way. It can either be a really good film or it could be a tragic disaster. Uh, so that's all I'm saying. Um, no faith. I, I thought it was a really good trailer, though. I thought it was it's put together well. Um, what do you think about the CGI for Will? Young Will. young The Fresh Prince. It looks good. He was, um, he was in Fresh Prince, uh, full, full effect uh, yeah. Fresh Prince. He had the uh, high top and everything. Clearly, uh, no one from the... The Aladdin project came anywhere <laughs> fucking near this project, right? Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, you, you notice how he's putting, Will's putting this out like before, uh, or he at least put this trailer out before Aladdin dropped. He's like, yo, look, I can't have my career take that much of a hit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he have another project coming out too? Will Smith? So Maybe. He, I don't know. So possible. he did a, he did a project for Netflix, um, about like planet earth. Uh, he's, I think hmm. he's got something else coming out as well. This movie, all before Aladdin hits. Uh, so I think he's like, yeah, I'm going to build up some good momentum for myself. <laughs> so when Aladdin comes out and It'll everyone's the disappointed, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm going to be at 100. Stuff, Aladdin's going to drop me down <laughs> to 85, but you know, I'm still above average. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I, but I, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a good trailer. I thought um, it was, uh, it was well done. Um, but it, it did have one sort of egregious thing in it for me. Um, th- th- I think her name's like Elizabeth Winstead or something like that. Uh, she was like, oh, the reason why he's so familiar to you is because he's like the younger you or he is you or some shit like that. Right. The entire backdrop be- behind Will and whoever else was standing next to him in that scene, that was all CGI. But it was just like a regular fucking school. And I was like, like why could, were you couldn't they that? have yeah. done that on set? Just do it on, on a, site somewhere. It, go, go to your local community college and do yeah. that shit. Like, what are you just doing? Go to Wildly. <laughs> yeah. Film it there. Yeah, it was you know, very. I'll have to go curious. back and look at that. But was like it you could very tell, it was very CGI? obvious, or or not CGI, but uh, green screen. Yeah, um, which I don't know, but uh, but uh, yeah, it just it was very obvious, and I was like, it's probably just lazy. <laughs> hey, we only have twelve days to shoot. All right, fuck it. We need to do eighteen scenes in one day. Will was like, all hey, we need to hurry screen. up and shoot this shit. <laughs> I've got Aladdin coming out soon. We need to get this on film, get it edited, get it in theaters. Edit I'm, while I'm, you work. I'm Edit while this. you work. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. So uh, the, another trailer that came out that uh, caught my eye, and, I, and I'm not. Sure, I don't think you, you you probably haven't heard of this film. This is called uh, Brian Banks, I believe is the uh, the film title. Uh, How do you know I haven't heard of this film? Have Maybe. you heard of it? No. Okay. I mean, don't All right, fair make enough. assumptions. All right. Well, you haven't. So, <laughs> um, Asshole. <laughs> telling me, assuming I don't know. what. I, even if I don't know it, don't assume I don't know it. 
But, but you give didn't. me the benefit of the doubt that I may know uh, the thing that I most likely don't. False. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> Brian Banks. Uh, this is a movie about a. Uh, it's actually a true story about a gentleman who he had like a, a football scholarship, and then he was accused of some sort of crime. So you sent us to jail. Yeah, yeah, I know his story. His story. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it actually looked decent, and given the subject matter, usually I'm like, eh, I've been there, done that. Don't need to see this. Um, but it actually looked pretty good. Um, I can't guarantee you that I'll, I'll I'll fly out to either theaters or even when it does inevitably come become available on VOD that I'll actually take the time to like probably watch it. But just the trailer looked actually surprisingly good. Yeah, I think Brian Banks coming out of um, so I think he may have come out the same years like uh like Brian Westbrook, uh, the Eagles running back. Hmm. Um, but he was one of the top college prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know a guy who's clearly going to go to the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe even have a good career in the NFL. He was just a, a talented athlete. Then the accusation, uh, he got indicted. What was the a- accusation? Uh, I think it was like rape, right? <sighs> yeah. Um, and, and then I think the woman who accused him of rape had, uh, was, a you know, a part of his exoneration in terms of like she admitted that, uh, you know, the events that she said happened never happened or like there was DNA evidence or there there was something in the story that allowed for him to go back to the trial, fight his case and obviously uh, and then win and, and be exonerated. Well, thanks right? for spoiling the movie for us. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, this is this <laughs> information know. is already out there. There's, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we don't know. Yeah. Uh, but and, and like when you hear stories like these, I'm always happy that this person's gotten their life back. But yeah. they've also lost a great 10 deal. years of it. Absolutely. And a potential you know yeah no it's a massive life, career in the life NFL. shifting event is uh is what that is um but yeah it the reason why i said it like it, it's not a movie that i'll probably like re, you know make a point of it to watch is because it's like i yeah i don't know i've been there done that with yeah. uh, this type of sort of story this is coming out in theaters i believe so i'd have to double check that uh, yeah. don't don't quote me on that but uh yeah i saw i, I think it's from paramount Okay. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm. Uh, that was Gen- Gemini Man. That's from Paramount. Um, yeah, I, f- I forget where, where I saw this or what company was behind this particular film. But yeah, uh, yeah. Whenever movies like this come out, right, where it's mm-hmm. based on some like a, a living person's life story, uh, events that happened to them. Yeah. I wonder how much of it is kind of like exploiting them. Like, hey, let's turn your like, you know, your fucked up life into a movie. Really well, the quickly. entire thing is exploiting right? them. But how much? For his, for example, in this case, Brian Banks, how much is he a part of this story, right? Oh, how much is he a part of this well, film? And then at the end of the day, how much is he going to profit from, you know, the the making of this film and the telling of the story? Yeah, I don't know. All that gets complicated, right? Because uh, say, like, if there's like a book based on this, then I guess whoever owns the rights to the books then gets a cut of the film. Like, you have to, you know, they have. Uh, I mean, the, whoever's making the film obviously has to. Um, uh, buy the rights to the story itself. Uh, I don't know. So that, that web gets sort of, uh, it, it gets weavy. Yeah. Uh, very weavy web, that is. Well, hopefully for <laughs> him. I mean, he's already lost out on the opportunity to uh, play in the NFL, which was his dream, and that was taken away from him. So hopefully he's not being uh, exploited I'm sure. I'm I'm sure he's. Yeah, hopefully he's not being yet again exploited, and he's making some type of money off of this. That's going to at least take care of him for the remainder of his life. I run nothing past these lawyers. They're they're pretty good. They get paid a lot. Probably gonna fuck them. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. 
that's typically how these uh, things end up is oh man that sucks what happened to you yeah yeah also sign uh sign right here i'm gonna have to do some research <laughs> on this and see if i can find out and if he is playing a big part in uh in the, like, the making Christian of the film story. you know i i i, I whenever i it's may like go a, see in theaters because i'm just so familiar with his story. story um whenever it's a story like this where it's directly about somebody's life i always just assume that they had to have a major part in it because it's like well why tell the story if you're not going to actually like unless it's somebody who did something like really fucked up like if it's you know how they're having all these ted mundy um uh you know films coming out yeah uh, i imagine they didn't go to ted mundy or if he's even alive is ted mundy alive uh you know that's a good fucking question i don't know but anyways uh whether he's alive or dead doesn't matter but um uh, it's not like they're going up to him and be like, Ted, give us the low low. Yeah. Let us know what's good. <laughs> Backstory, Ted. <laughs> what really happened? <laughs> but, um, you know, this movie does sound interesting to me. It's one that, uh, you know, again, I'd, I'd likely go see, but uh, yeah. I just hope that, what's this guy's name? Chadwick Boseman is playing. Uh, oh, he's definitely not. Eric Banks. You know yeah, why? Yeah. He's definitely not. Because yeah. whenever he plays anyone, yeah, it's he, he some kills historical it. Whether figure. whether he plays Jackie Robinson in a uh, forty-two or uh, uh, he played Thurgood Marshall in yeah. the film Marshall, mm-hmm. uh, and there was another movie where he played like a. He was like a singer a, or something like that. A historical figure, or uh, uh, he played uh, James Brown. He played James Brown. Yeah. What movie was that called? I don't know James Brown, James Brown. <laughs> uh, you, I feel good you know what I think he also played um, uh, he was in the movie no you know what that was Rob Brown who played Ernie Davis in the film um, The Express about the the Browns running back from back in the day I don't even know who that is I'll be honest with you what you don't yeah. know Ernie Davis no damn did I even just say his name wrong probably no 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 yeah it's right Ernie Davis anyway yeah. Chadwick Boseman you know, he he's a can't miss guy for playing any black historical figure. Yeah, no, this uh, this was even guy. fake ones, even <laughs> T'Challa, right? <laughs> hey, killed that. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the always getting beat up T'Challa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's famous for playing him. Um, no, this, uh, this I forget the, the name of the guy who's playing uh, Ryan Banks, but uh, I've seen him in a number of movies. He's a pretty good actor, this guy. Um, but anyways, uh, let's move on. Uh, Swamp Thing. Uh, is also coming out. I don't know why I decided to. I in my mind I was like, we should probably skip this, but uh, I decided to go for it anyways. Um, Swamp Thing from DC is coming out. It's a series. I'm assuming it's going to be on the CW, uh, as all DC shows are, because that's the only place that they can be successful, um, even relatively so. Uh, yeah, it, it looked kind of weird. I don't know. I, I I don't think you saw it, but um, it looked kind of odd. Um, and I wasn't sure to, what to make of it, um, but I guess uh, letting the world know that Swamp Thing is a thing. So I'll deal with that information with you, man. <laughs> <I don't laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> okay. You know what? Fuck it. Uh, you know, I'm not playing any shit around. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing around anymore. Um, we're getting right to the shit here. All right. Hey. Hey, yo, here comes our uh, weekly Game of Thrones uh, uh, follow up. Uh, I got five on it. I got five on it as if yeah, and we got six understand. weeks of this thing. So yeah, yeah. If, if you missed last week, go back 
Yeah. And and listen to that strap in. I don't know. That kind of hit at a weird moment. Did it? <laughs> hey, uh, you take out of things, which are whatever you want, Arena. <laughs> that was a little bit odd. I'll hey, give you that. You take out of it what you get into it. Or what it was. You take out of it what you put in. You get out of it what you, you get put in. <laughs> you get out of it what you, you put in. You take out of it what you put in. It's a bit aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I think last episode I I led this one off. I'm gonna let you uh, give you give your five, and then I'll take it from there. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, first things first. Uh, this uh, this episode was called uh, "A Night of the Seven Kingdoms," uh, and it was aptly titled. Uh, I have been doing nothing short of watching endless videos about theories about what things in the episode meant. Uh, but I'll have to say off top. This is definitely, it, it might be my favorite episode of Game of Thrones. It might be. Uh, I okay. know that there was no action in it, um, which is, you know, typically a hallmark of uh, Game of Thrones. But uh, this one just had everything that I wanted from the first episode. Everything I thought I was missing from the first episode, I got here. Um, uh, my first note. Uh, uh, I teared up. I teared up when uh, Brienne was getting uh, knighted um, by Jamie. Um, that that hit me kind of hard. And then you see her face after she's done. But but I, I think probably the the most all the points in the episode that I love are just these really small moments. Right. That my most favorite part of the entire episode was when Brienne looks at Podrick. And he gives her like the very slight head nod, like because you know Jamie's like, "Do you want to be knighted or not?" You know, and Brienne's trying to be like, "Ah, fuck it, I don't need this shit." You know, and she looks at Podrick, and Podrick's like, "Come on," because Podrick's been with her for what three, four years now. You know, he's been through, they've been through everything together. You know, she brought uh, Podrick up out of nothing. You know, um, so she looks at him because she's like, "Yo, this person knows me best out of anybody." You know. And he gets her the ever so subtle head nod. Come on, you know you want this shit. And then she kneels and gets knighted. And then she tears up, you know, and everybody and Tormon's over there fucking clapping, you know. Uh, and, and while we're at it, my second uh, thing takeaway from the uh, the episode was Tormon is fucking hilarious. That dude is comedy gold. Yeah. Everything he did in the episode was just hilarious from... Uh, when he first arrives and he hugs John out of nowhere. Yeah, no one saw that coming. Nobody saw that coming. And then he turns around. He's like, is the big lady here? You know, <laughs> um, that was hilarious when he's fucking talking about he's trying to one up Jamie. So he's like, you know, uh, I fucking I killed a giant. And then uh, his wife uh, 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 was he say suckled me at her teat. <laughs> yeah. and he drank the giant's milk that's how he got that's so big and so strong, big and, strong. Yeah. <laughs> and then he drinks the fucking uh the alcohol or whatever fuck was in his cup uh comedy gold this guy um okay now i'm going to get into some more like the, the more serious sort of uh subject matters here um my third takeaway from the uh from this week's episode is um the one thing that Game of Thrones does better than I think any other series, right, is keep moving the ball. And what I mean by that is you ever see those uh, street 
dudes who like they uh they yeah, have like, like the little ball under like the, under the, cup. the the cup. Like keep your eye on the ball, keep your eye on the ball, real and quick, real quick, keep your eye on the ball, left hand, right hand, it, eye on the ball. You you do like did you yeah. do that in the past? I I, I'm a hustler, baby. <laughs> um so uh they keep moving the ball because I don't know how the fuck this show is going. I have no idea. Breaking Bad, I pretty much knew how that show was going to end. Uh, um, Sopranos, maybe not so much, but I, I kind of knew that it wouldn't end well for old Tony. Um, uh, <laughs> <Bro>. Old Tony. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Mad Men kind of surprised me a little bit in that how sort of muted it was, but it, I still kind of under, like I, I kind of knew where all that was going. I have no fucking idea where they're going with this. But I'm desperately, I desperately want to know where they're going with it, which is it like for eight seasons to have people on their fucking, at, you know, uh, at the edge of their seat for eight seasons trying to figure out how the fuck are they going to wrap this shit up? I think that's a, it's a fucking talent, man. Uh, f- great writing, because I don't know where all the fucking characters are going to lie just based off of the information we have. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen to Tyrion. I don't know what's going to happen to Jamie. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to live in this episode or die. That, like, and, and what Game of Thrones does very well is pump fakes, right? Yeah. They're very good at the pump fakes, right? Uh, Gets you to look over here so that they can hit the deep pass, you know, down the middle of the field that you didn't even see wasn't even fucking an option, right? So, uh, during the red wedding, right? Uh, you you have, um, you think you're is celebrating this like moment of like, oh yeah, like you know they uh that I forget what the old guy's name is, but he's not mad at us anymore. You know we're here. He forgave Robert for not fucking with his would be ugly daughters, you know, uh, and marrying somebody else. Um, and then you hear yeah, that, that you hear that you, you hear that music, and you're like. Oh no. You hear the doors <laughs> shut. Yeah. Oh no. You know, um and I think that they've consistently done that with each season is is keep sort of uh keep you confused as to where exactly it's it's all heading. Um and I've never been so confused as to the point where I was sold on the fact that Tyrion is going to betray Daenerys. Um based on a number of factors and and I, and I should have written down all yeah, of Yeah, you the, you went all in on that. I'm I, I was last I episode. was sold on it and I'm still sold on it, but this past week's episode what makes me more confused is that they weirdly enough the Arya and Sansa storyline from story, uh, season 7 where they basically played like we we thought they were rivals in the season but then they end up just playing Littlefinger and killing them. Um that told me that, oh, you guys are willing to just completely hide exactly what it is that you're doing. You gave us no hint that, like, and honestly, that whole storyline didn't make any sense, right? Like, there were so many times where it was just Arya and Sansa in a room. They, if they were, came up with a plan, you would think that they would talk about the fucking plan versus, yeah. I hate you. Like, you know, like, it was just like a weird storyline that ended in a weird way. So, I don't know if they're doing the same thing with Tyrion or I'm right on track, but I'm still completely sold that he is going to betray Daenerys. And I have even further evidence, two pieces of evidence. And I, and I'm sorry, I don't have the sources of the, these theories, but 
uh, but I was, I was watching a couple of videos and then I heard some things that jogged my memory or some things that happened in the past. Back all the way back in season two, uh, Zanarius had uh, she had a uh, she had a visions. Uh, this is when she got trapped in the uh, house of mazes or whatever the fuck they call that shit. In, yeah, uh, uh, it wasn't they weren't in Dorne. They were in um, Marine. No, it was before they got to Marine. Um, mm. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, she 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 got trapped in this place and she had visions uh, in the book. Actually, it turns out when she has these visions, it's actually like a, the the show doesn't actually go as in depth as the the books the do. books do clearly. Um, and even in the show, they show that uh, they show her in the the um, the throne room, uh, you know, uh, uh, in King's Landing, and it's covered in snow, uh, and she's just about to touch the uh, the Iron Throne, and then she gets distracted. By going out and seeing her, you know, Khal Drogo and her would-be son. Um, but in the books, apparently, it has uh, the pro- one of the prophecies that's said in, in, in this vision that she has is that she'll have three great portrayals in her life. One is for uh, riches. One is for, um, fuck, what was it? It was like one is for riches, one is for, like, power, and the other is for love. So she's already had the two betrayals, or, or one's for blood, One's for uh, gold. The other is for love. Yeah. She's so already, is it her brother who betrayed her for gold? No. Uh, it was uh, uh, Jorah. Jorah, uh, Jorah yes. Mormont. Um, who betrayed her because he got paid by, uh, I guess, uh, Varys and Robert Baratheon and, and that whole uh, group um, to basically dime her out um, before he really found out that, oh, shit, I fuck with her, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was for riches. Uh, blood is when she got betrayed by the witch that, who b- basically ended up killing Khal Drogo um, by she was like, oh, let me help him. And then she ended up poisoning him and he ended up being like a fucking zombie. Yeah. You know? um, and then she also killed, basically killed Daenerys's son as well. Um, so that was the blood. And the last one is for love. Now. I still think it's Tyrion because I think Tyrion's. When I look at Tyrion's uh, storyline, it only really you gets so badly wanted to say story arc. It, it might as well be story arc. I, yeah, that was actually the better you word. So to badly you. wanted to say it. I know it. Uh, uh, the, it's the genesis. Of, uh, um, but um, no, if you look at his story arc, that's the only sort of end to his storyline that really makes sense. Is if he goes from basically shitting on his family the entire time to proving to them, hey, I was about the family from day one, you know, which in a weird way, they've always perceived it that he's always sort of been like against the family and his he's always maintained. No, like I fucking I do everything I do is for the fucking family. Um, besides, obviously, killing Tywin, you know, and I think that was just because he was like, he was like, fuck it. You, if you're going to sentence me to yeah. death, like, I might as well kill you. You know, ain't fuck this bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't let that slide. No. Nah. You're my dad. You just sentenced me to death and you just, you just bag my chick. Yeah. No, 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 no. I got to get you out Come of here, on, bro. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, so, yeah, on the toilet, too. I got to wet yeah, you up, boy. On the toilet. <laughs> you know what I was surprised? I was surprised we didn't see, um, uh, who did Cersei give the crossbow to? crossbow to Bron. again Bron. yeah i'm surprised we didn't see him in episode two no 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 it, 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 because we didn't see cersei yeah yeah we didn't we didn't our, our goal right now isn't king's landing we're going to deal with king's landing after 
uh, this yeah, third episode. I would have liked to have seen a little bit of, you know, what what he's been doing since. Is he traveling to Winterfell to execute no, Cersei's mission? No, and I've got a theory about this, too. And I again, and I and I I'll have to be truthful. I don't. Uh, I I watch uh, Andrew Schultz's. Uh, he has a podcast called Wester Bros, uh, and they kind of stumbled on this theory. But I was like, "Fuck that tracks!" Like they said a lot of stupid things, but yeah. one of the more intelligent things that they had was, "Okay, let me finish it. Let me tie this Tyrion thing up, and then I'll I'll, I'll get on to this uh, to my last one." Um, uh, so Tyrion is going to betray Danny for love. Because he wants to prove to his family, a.k.a. Cersei, that I love you. Now, what complicates all that, the reason why I'm like, ah, I don't know what angle they're going to come from, is because Cersei clearly says to Bronn, hey, wet him up. I don't care. You know, uh, if, if you see him on sight, you know, um, uh, shoot him if, if, you, if you see them after this war. Um which is a weird thing that if you've made a pact with somebody, right. And then they're like, I want to kill you regardless. That's like a weird thing to do. Um, so that's what complicates it along with the fact that in, in the second episode, Tyrion has so many lines where he's like, he says the one line about Cersei, maybe if I do die and I become, uh, a you know, a, a zombie, he didn't say zombie, but I'm putting words in his mouth. If I become a zombie, I'll go down to King's Landing and tear her apart yeah but if you think about that that's a weird statement to make right and and jamie didn't hear him because jamie walked away at this moment right so Tyrion, for all intents and purposes was basically just talking to himself but it's a weird line because if he's he's supposed to do that anyways like that's a weird thing to think if even if they win the war against the the, uh, the night walkers He's supposed to march right down to uh, uh, King's Landing and take the throne from her for Daenerys, right? Yeah. So take that's the a throne weird... from her and kill her, though, are, are two different things. I, you think Cersei is gonna go down? Oh, you know what? I, I surrender. Yeah. I mean, fuck no. I don't think Jan- I don't think uh, Tyrion would ever kill her willingly. I think I mean Daenerys clearly would. Um, I don't think Tyrion would ever be directly involved in. Cersei's death but okay. by choice right um but this sort of goes to my my thought process is is that you're right but then that t- means that Tyrion from the start knows he can't give Danny what she wants right Cersei's never going to let the throne go without like they're going to have to kill her in order to take the throne from her right she's yeah. not I think we're all in agreement that she's not just gonna be like ah fuck it throw me in jail or I'll just become your fucking you know servant or some shit no she's gonna be like fuck it ride or die like um so from the jump Tyrion knows this can only end in one fucking way with Cersei either Cersei dying or Daenerys dying one of them's gotta go yeah either way but I also think Tyrion knows that Cersei uh is a survivor right and I think in in previous uh seasons even Cersei may have said that to some extent uh if, if for whatever reason, if they fight off the White Walkers and they win the Battle uh, of Winterfell and they do advance uh, south to King's Landing and it comes down to where it's Daenerys versus Cersei in, in a battle for the Iron Throne, if Cersei's armies are defeated and, and you know, it, we, we've come down to like the final scene, right? Where it's Cersei either has a choice to... Uh, give up the throne 
or die. I think Cersei's going to choose to live because then she still has a fighting chance, right? I don't think so. I, I don't think Cersei ever chooses to die versus give up the throne. Uh, I don't think so. And and I don't, I don't the, the, the one thing that I'll uh, throw back to is uh, I think she was willing to do that only once in her life. And I think she she got a taste of it and she knows she never wants it, which is why directly after that, she basically kills everybody in her way. Right. So it was after she got, uh, she got, um, put into jail by the, uh, the, um, uh, the religious people. Yeah, I forget what I their name and, is. And yeah. They made her do the walk of shame. Exactly. And, yep. and so it, it, it was before that, that I think she was willing to be like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'll just, you know, shut my mouth and do what I now. I don't think she's because she doesn't have any children and well, BT dogs. She's not. You don't think so? He, no. Here's why I believe she's not pregnant because she wants a. She wants um, what's his name? Uh, Euron to believe that he got her pregnant, right? And then two, I think she lied to both Jamie and Tyrion to say that because right now she should be about two or three months pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. She ain't showing it all. Yeah, and then on, until four or five months. Fair enough. And then, <laughs> but then on top of that, she's drinking wine again, whereas. She wanted to indicate that she was pregnant to Tyrion by not drinking the wine. Yep. She's drinking wine like it's like this is the last fucking thing that they're going to like. These are the last grapes in the yeah. Seven Kingdom, you know. Now, did she, when she was with Euron in bed, did she actually drink the wine? Yes, she did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right before he leaves, she takes, you know, uh, sips of the uh, the cup. Um, I think was that my last one. I had one more about Arya. I'll let you. I'll let, yeah. Get one more. All right. Let me let me finish this up. Uh. So one crazy theory that I was like, yo, that that actually tracks. Um, what is Arya best known for? Like what is what is her like her like trump card? What is Arya's trump card? Mm-hmm. What what can she do that nobody else can really do? At least nobody else in this. You she know. can she can become anyone, right? Anyone she's killed. Right. Who's still on her list? The Hound? Cersei? Cersei, right? Mm-hmm. The Hound, not really. She's not worried about the Hound. Or really anybody else on the list. Cersei's really the only main player really left on her list, right? Here's a theory that uh, that uh, the, the, the good fellas at the Westboros uh, uh, formulated that I was like, fuck, that actually is a good theory. We haven't really seen her use this faceless uh, men uh, uh, sort is, of. Is it uh, the, 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 men, the, the many faces? Or many faces God or whatever yeah, it is. God. Yeah. Uh, we haven't really seen her use it since she killed uh, Yo. I think it was uh, was it back in, it was at the end of season six or the beginning of season seven where she basically kills his entire squad and then kills him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I forget exactly who the yeah guy the same the dude yeah I keep forgetting his name but he's the dude who was responsible for the red wedding yeah um uh so we haven't really seen her use it but that's a that's a crazy talent to have and just not bring up again right what I think might or what they formulated might happen is is that perhaps Jamie or Tyrion fall most likely Jamie falls uh at Winterfell. But guess who's there to take his face? Now, as far as I understand, it has to be someone you've killed. Not that you've killed. It just, no. So no, it's just somebody who 
No, I, I if I I could be wrong, but I mm-hmm. believe that in order for Arya to take someone's face, it has to yeah. be someone that she has killed. I don't not think just it's someone. Who's I don't think died. She, no, no. I don't think it's somebody she's killed. I think it's just somebody who's died. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna have to look this up, yeah, but yeah. I, I believe I, I'm. I'm almost. I'm ninety five percent sure. I'm five. <laughs> that, that other five yeah. uh, can be a killer. Okay, um, but well, anyway, so so that that's one theory that I that I that I heard of. Um, and, and while we're on Arya, yeah, everybody's going crazy because of this uh, this side boob business. Um, you finally get to see Arya. Hey. She just jumped right up on that thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. She yeah. she acted like she was there before. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Arya? I, I think she was lying to Gendry. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I think she's had some experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she might have a body count. She's pretty um, confident. So um I I think I generally felt uncomfortable. Like I remember because we all watched it together and I remember saying, I don't want to see naked Arya. I don't want to see naked Arya. Yeah. Yeah, the it just body wasn't of a young uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, she doesn't. That was what the that's what the no, shocking I mean, thing. Uh, tits, you, yeah, were, you, were, were grown woman tits, but um, yeah. everything else, young boy. I mean, how? Okay, I'm not even going to step into that hornet's nest. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, uh, You're not Catholic. Uh, no, I'm not Catholic. I don't understand the young boy Catholic joke. No, I don't know what that is. What is that? I mean the the two. Oh good. no no I know I know I know like yeah, yeah obviously they get Jesus. too handsy but yeah. uh, just laugh next time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough yeah yeah <laughs> to avoid any uh, awkward moments yeah, uh, yeah just laugh. Come on. Um, uh, okay so the, the reason and I, I I kept thinking I'm like why don't like well, you've seen Sansa you've seen Cersei you've, you've seen pretty much everybody in the Game Red of Thrones Jon Daenerys. Snow yeah. yeah you've seen everybody you know fucking. Uh, 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 stripped down. Um, why is it that Arya is just like, oh, don't do it. Don't She's do like it. everyone's little sister. She is, but that's not it. That's because that's what I thought at first too, right? It the but what what um what I came to the conclusion of is she's never uh she's never been sexualized in yeah. the entire series. Like in the entire series, it's never even like maybe a little flirting with Gendry back, you know, in season like three or four. But outside of that, there's been nothing sexual about her. Yeah. I mean, she was so young then. Right. And then her character um, went on a bit of a journey that was in, in, in no way sexual or could be sexual. When she was you know, studying under the and I forget his name, but um, learning the, you know, the teachings or the. When when she joined the group of people who believe in the many faced God, right? Yeah, none, nothing about that could have resulted in her, you know, having sex with anyone. Like she was like a devout follower of that, um, of that like religion or that group, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, you know, she started off very young. She went on this journey, and now we see her kind of like coming full circle. Now she's back with her family. She's back in a comfort zone. Obviously, her and Gendry have. A bit of a history so you know she started off as like the little sister and now we see her years woman, later man. kind of grown up and yeah. um you know she she wants what she wants now it, yeah. so, so it's weird yeah it's very, it's, weird. it's very weird man because it's like when you don't when you see somebody who doesn't get any sort of like even hint of like any sort of sexual whatever then they get thrust into this moment where you're like it logically it just makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, you know, this is the, basically the end of the world. 
like there's this my boo from back in the day like you just know this is coming right but you're just also like I don't want to see it. Like, do, do you, it off screen. Do you think it was weird because it was Arya who was very much in control of what no, happened? Like that, that's, she she obviously took the lead, right? Mm-hmm. She was in control. She basically let him know, like, you know, that particular line, right? She's like, I'm not the red woman. You can take your own pants off or something but, like but that, that's, right? But that's why, that's the what I would sort of dictate as why it's not weird. She said, I'm not the red woman, right? But, like, when the red woman literally did the same thing, she stripped Gendry down, mm-hmm. threw him on the bed, tied him up. We're all like, do it. Like, <laughs> red woman's <laughs> woman bad. She's better uh, than Daenerys. Yeah, until she turned into an 8,000-year-old woman. Hey. That's it. Hey. Uh, when did that happen? Did she take like a necklace off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off she took a like amulet, which doesn't make sense, by the way, because yeah. she took it, she's taken her necklace off before. and she Before, didn't yeah, she was in the bathtub oh. when she did it. Yeah. But hey. Put that necklace on, baby. <laughs> Yikes. Put it on. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a, uh, you know, it, it was it it wasn't uncomfortable for me, but I know a lot of people were just like, like it's kind of like you know you're watching your little sister in this movie, uh, you know, take on that type of scene for the first time. But she actually put it on Twitter, or it was either Twitter or Instagram. Uh, she was like, you know, for everyone who who watched episode two, who you know was uncomfortable with the scene she was like imagine how i feel knowing that you know my dad has watched the episode by now my mom my sisters all of my family members have watched the episode by now uh i can imagine she's probably the most uncomfortable person right now no, i don't i don't care about that because it's like that's just as well as saying literally anybody else on game of thrones watching any yo fucking uh uh amelia clark who plays uh denarius yeah is she I don't know, but all I know is in season one, Cal Drogo was dogging her. Was, <laughs> was, was dogging her. Yeah, she was dating anyone at that yo, point in time. They were yo, like, her uh, parents are watching the fr- like. I I know you. It's good that you got this job, yeah. sweetheart. But also, are you sure, this what? is the job for you. There's no other movie or show you could do. Is it gonna be like this every season? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I feel like that scene was too real. All right, it was just uh, there's too much going on there. Uh, yo, whoever she was dating was probably like, did yeah, did, what did uh, what happened happen? on set? Did uh, was it a close? I, I heard about Monsters Ball and Howie <laughs> and Billy Bob and may have been real and may not have. Yeah. Did, did he really put it down? <laughs> As Rain would say, uh, did he really bust it down? <laughs> did he bust it down? <laughs> all right, all right, I'm done. Your turn. All right, so um, my my top five things are, uh, I love how the episode started. No time was wasted with, you know, pointless conversation or one character's, not necessarily meaningless journey, but. They got straight to it with Jamie standing in front of Danny and Sansa, uh, basically on trial here, right? Um, I, I love the tempo that it set in the beginning because you know that after episode one, things are going to pick up very quickly. So, long story short here, right? We know what happens. Uh, Jamie gets accepted into Winterfell. Why? Because obviously Tyrion comes to his aid. And Jon Snow is 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 logical here in because that Brienne came to his aid. Ah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. actually Brienne was the one who vouched for him, and uh, Sansa kind of not necessarily jumped out of place, but she Sansa made it very clear, like if Brienne 
is vouching for him, then I'm perfectly fine with letting him in the kingdom. And at that point, Danny kind of had no other option, but, and also Jon Snow was kind of like, we need every man we can get. Yeah. <laughs> I always love how John's just like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Yo, they're coming. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yo, fuck all this. You killed my father's shit. Yeah. We've got a war to win. They're fucking white walkers coming. Get your sword, bro. Motherfuckers are zombies, yeah. yo. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? So, um, yeah. at that point, Danny kind of had no choice but to, uh, accept Jamie into the kingdom right and, yeah. and I do think Jamie even with one hand is is still a uh is still a guy you'd want on the on the front lines rather than in a cell Jamie's or dead. dead uh Jamie's dead yeah 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 he's gonna die very likely yeah um but I don't know there's this theory that he is the uh Azora high. Azora high right I don't know. So we'll see what happens with Jamie. So again, I I like the tempo they set in the beginning. They started fast. Um, This episode was very dialogue heavy, which I liked, right? You want to see people mend or build certain relationships before the fight that's to come, right? You want to hear a little bit of backstory. I I like some really good conversation, and this particular episode had a lot of it. Uh, particularly the conversation between Sansa and Danny. Like we've kind of all been waiting for their first sit yeah. down, right? I, I thought that was a that that was like the first time I ever really saw Daenerys as the queen. Like mm-hmm. it felt like a very queenish conversation. Yeah. Yeah. As weird as that. I, I do know and I, I get where you're going with that. Like Danny kind of set a vibe of, you know, I'm the queen. I respect you. I um you know, we are two women in a position that no one ever thought we'd be in. But she's definitely in that conversation. She asserted herself when she reached across the table and she took um, she Sansa's. Touched, yeah. She touched Sansa's hand. Yeah. Again, a very not I say a power move, but uh, you know, come here, my child. Like yeah. let me. You she know, took that yeah, hand quick. Back. Let me give you a couple compliments. And yeah. but again, you know, Sansa. Is becoming a woman now, right? Ooh, she, she's growing into herself. Sassy. She's uh, she's more confident now than than she has been in previous seasons. So yeah. uh, she stood her ground and represented the North when yeah. you know, obviously they were talking about Don, uh, Danny uniting the Seven Kingdoms, and she was like, the North had made a vow to never bow to anyone. The North would never be ruled again by anyone other than someone mm-hmm. from, uh, from Winterfell. Yeah, and Danny kind of took her hand back and in that moment she didn't really have a response and i would love i think she yeah i think she did have a response we just we 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 didn't get a chance to see it right a lot of things were cut short yeah i do think that scene was powerful and again to to danny's point two women who if if you're watching season one or two of game of thrones you at no point in time expect sansa and Danny to be in the position that they're in. No, you expect you maybe you expect Danny, Danny, but you definitely don't, you definitely expect, don't Sansa, expect Sansa, and you don't expect her to be as vocal and as she's more adamant than John is. Yeah, about like being about the Starks and then also being about the North, right? Like protecting I, the North, I, I protecting even, Winterfell. I don't even remember when they even said that. Like, oh, the the North won't bend. Uh, you know, won't bow to anybody. Like. I think she's just making that up on the fly. Like, I think she's just like, uh, let me go for a pivot here. <laughs> like she's just saying that because she's like, fuck it. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I, you know, we're not going to fucking bend the knee to you, you know? And I, but I, I, th- I think what they're, yeah, they're, they're, I'm sorry, go on. I'm, I'm like hijacking your, <laughs> no your worries. No worries. Yeah. Uh, so I think one of the best, um, 
you know, what they did in the show really well was like these group moments, right? So again, we see everybody in one room when Jamie's on trial. We uh, get Sansa and Daenerys's conversation, and we also get Jamie, Brienne, um, uh, is Tormund. it Tormund? We've get uh, uh, Sam, uh, what's Tyrion. His name? Uh, who's the, the dude uh, with the the dude who has like uh, he lost his fingers? Um, not Jorah Mormont. Uh, Sir Davos. Sir Davos. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We get all of them in a room at at one time, you know, and, and they all come into this room to to you know stay warm, right? To yeah. to to get the warmth of the fire and slowly but surely more and more people come and there's this great conversation there's this great camaraderie before uh the war right because yeah. it's only you know a, a few hours away like before sunrise i think they said mm-hmm. um you know the the night king or in the white walkers would be at winterfell and you know everybody knows like hey this is it you know let's 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 enjoy this moment and in that moment something was uh was brought was brought up right that brienne of is it tarth or tart Tarth, Brienne of Tarth, yeah. uh, because she was a woman that she had not been knighted and, you know, she could not be knighted. Right. I think those are her words. A woman cannot be knighted. Mm-hmm. And Jamie, he's definitely on a uh, uh, a path to rebound from from his mistakes. A lot of people hate hate Jamie. And one of the things he did in this particular scene was challenge the fact that a woman cannot be knighted. And he went on to knight Brienne of Tarth. Uh, what was her title before, sir? It was nothing. She nothing. Was just, it was, it was she's just Brienne of Tarth. I, I, guess she, she, I guess they would call her lady, and she'd hate being called lady. Yeah. So, um, um, but I think that was a powerful moment, right? So, not only do you get that great group camaraderie, you get Jamie kind of. Uh, and again, I don't think Jamie's now beloved in anyone's eyes, but he's fighting his way back into the good graces of the you know the viewers and. Uh, the the people of Winterfell, right? And he does it in an amazing way by doing something that's never been done. He knights the first woman uh, throughout the Seven Kingdoms to ever become a knight. Um, powerful moment. You can tell by everybody's ex- like ex- expressions, and the whole vibe and tone in the room that uh, everybody was very much like this is something that needs to happen. Uh, happened at the perfect moment. Um, every, I, I got emotional during that scene. I think yeah. a lot of people did. Um, yeah, I tear it up. I tear it, it up. It was great writing. It was great conversation. Uh, great chemistry between the castmates. Uh, that's one. Of, that's one of the scenes that definitely stood out to me. And again, I think because she's gonna die next episode. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the best moment to do it. Right. Yeah. If it happened an episode sooner, it wouldn't have been as powerful. If it happened a season sooner, I don't think it would have been as powerful. This is when it needed to happen. Um, I think uh, Miss Miss Missande. And Grey Worm, right? I think their their moments throughout this season have been good. Yeah, I think as uh, I'm noticing that as black people, we're like, oh, these moments have been good. Yeah. Uh, the white people are like, uh, I don't know about the storyline. It seems kind of weird. It seems kind of stupid. And I mean, you can tell whenever they're um, traveling throughout Winterfell, the people there also are like, I don't know about these motherfuckers. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. But you've really seen Grey Worm come a long way, right? Yeah, he's speaking in complete sentences now. It's yeah. uh, it's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's able to have hold a conversation, but yeah. his his uh, relationship with Masande uh, continues to grow, and, and you can 
see that they're kind of planning a life for themselves after this Cardinal Battle of Winterfell. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you always know when you're in these high stakes situations, you never make future plans. Yeah, yeah. It's almost a guarantee you'll die. Very true. <laughs> um, which is why I think Grey Worm dies next episode. And I he's think like, Missandei dies. I think you think she does much, too. Look, look they, they have too many storylines going on. Yeah, not to just kill off pretty much everybody who doesn't like really matter to like the main story yeah they just need to kill everybody off because they're like we're not continuing these stupid storylines we'll see yeah. but i i do over the seasons i've grown to like their particular storyline it's small it's minute it doesn't really um have a, a major play a major role in uh the seven kingdoms right but it's yeah. it's just like a good moment that you get to kind of enjoy throughout the uh, uh throughout the season right yeah I love Grey Worms. Again, his character is developing. Um, when she says to him, like, my people are uh, are, are kind. We, we cannot protect ourselves, right? Um, or peaceful, and, yeah. Yeah, my people are peaceful. We cannot protect ourselves. And the Grey Worm says, my people are not peaceful. <laughs> we will protect you, right? Um, yeah. Again, like, there are these moments of, of comedic humor yeah. from characters that are not, you know, th- these aren't the funny guys throughout the yeah. show. You get it from um, uh, Tur- Termund. I'm always gonna say yeah. his name wrong. No, he he's always been like the comic relief. Yeah, but again, yeah. I, to him, he's like very much serious, serious like, yeah. right? And and then Grey Worm is a very serious guy. But these these two characters happen to be uh, some of the lighter hearted, more funny ones. So I thought that was a great scene. Again, how significant it was to the greater story and what's to come. Not very, but to me, this season, this particular episode was about like, you know, it's kind of like a the the calm before the storm, right? Yeah. And this calm before the storm was done very well. Yeah. It's excellent. Um, no one dies in this episode. That's something yeah. I didn't expect. I thought really? so. My my prediction from last episode was that maybe oh, yeah. a small troop of you know uh, White Walkers would or Whites would uh, advance on Winterfell. Uh, there would be a small battle that likely um, you know the the army at Winterfell would win, but we would lose maybe one or two characters. Uh, one at minimum. I was surprised that no one in this particular episode died. No, I, I wasn't surprised by that because it's like, uh, I, although I I thought that that could be a nice, like, like the stakes are high here. Like if they just would have just off top, somebody would have just caught like a fucking, uh, what was it? The icicle that the, uh, the night King threw, uh, the dragon. Like if he yeah. just threw one of them bad boys in the sky that and just, javelin. yeah. <laughs> and some like fucking Brianne just caught it right through the heart or some shit that, that'd have been like, Oh shit is real. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I, I like the fact that nobody, I mean, cause it's like, everything's going to happen. Literally the entire series has been building up to this specific episode. Like yeah. this is what it's been all about. You know, Jon Snow, man. Uh, who knows? I don't. I don't know, man. I this guy has been screaming for the last like eighteen seasons, guys. We got to get ready for this, guys. You got to get ready yeah. for this. Yo, he better be here. ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so just to give like my last couple things. Um, obviously yeah. we, we talked about Arya's scene. Um, you know, I think it, a lot of people felt uncomfortable, but it yeah. was it was it was done well. It, it wasn't. It was. It was very tastefully done. Yeah. It wasn't uh, grotesque. It wasn't. Um, it, it wasn't too graphic. It wasn't yeah, yeah, too yeah. overly sexual. It, it was. It, it was actually exactly what you would like think of that whole situation as it's not like this crazy like i thought they were going to go full frontal yeah i was not going to have that they just gave you a little side if they gave us full frontal i would have been like 
Thrones I'll watch next week, but in protest. They <laughs> <laughs> gave you a little bit of side boo from Arya. Yeah. Um, one of the big things for me, though, is she got her weapon, a weapon that I would not expect, right? Because you look at Needle and you look at the weapons she's no, used. What was she trained on? What did she train on? Yeah. She trained on it. Yeah. She knows um, what she's doing. But again, I, I didn't expect that weapon. Um, mm. I so, mean, you saw the design, right? Although it it did I, I look like re- I don't her- recall seeing the design ahead yeah. of um uh seeing the weapon right I was expecting knives or blades or something similar to like a, maybe a, a a bigger sword since yeah. she's you know she's grown you know she's outgrown needle a bit yeah but she still keeps it with her but she can handle a bigger sword yeah I, I wasn't expecting the kind of like javelin that she got so yeah um. How deadly she's gonna be with that thing, I don't yeah, know, but I, I can't wait to see. When I looked at the design, I thought she had like it looked like some sort of bat, like you know, like Batman has like the fucking different like buttons and shit where he presses and some shit comes apart. Like it looked like one of them bad boys. So I don't know. Look, look I'll look for that in this next episode to see if she does anything crazy with it that we just weren't expecting. You know, maybe there's some fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe I feel like that maybe, weapon was very purposeful. Yeah, maybe uh, she's like you know. Tony Stark is their long descendant and they're just trying to prove that <laughs> will, we can come up with some clever shit too. Will Arya pretend will she put on the face of a white walker? That's that's another prediction. Night King? That's another prediction. Woo. All right. So, um, you know, that was my last thing. Again, okay. I, what I really liked from episode two was some of the smaller moments, right? Yeah. The, the conversations that were had, the group moments that were had, um, you know, the relationships that were either built or mended. Um, and then Arya's got a weapon. I really w- can't wait to see what she does uh, does with that. Uh, one person I, I think is going to live live through this thing is going to be the Hound because there has to be the battle between the Hound and the Mountain. That has to happen. Oh, that is very true. Yeah, I don't think the writers are going to take that away from the fans because the Hound promised promised it. But here, but here's here's the thing. Uh, here, here's what I, I keep trying to tell people. So people look at Brienne and they're like, all right, Brienne can die because she got knighted, so she can die. Um, that's not the way you break fans hearts the way you break fans hearts is by not completing the story is by not making it circular right so brianne it's actually perfectly fine for her to live because her story has we've we've already sort of found out her story so if she dies we're just kind of like that's not that's not for maximum damage right if she dies we're like ah we got it good enough like (laughs) we got pretty much what we wanted out of her story but if the hound dies now you're like fuck but he made that promise though if uh uh if uh who else uh if danny dies right we're like fuck but she wanted the seven kingdoms so bad you know um like having outstanding expectations is what's always going to haunt us in the end it's never going to be like if they if if uh they completed the storyline and then they kill him we're like eh, it's cool I'm cool with that, you know? Yeah. But when when the storyline is not complete, that's when it fucking hurts, you know? That's when it's like, motherfucker, like, I was hoping this person would survive so I can find out how they do whatever X, Y, Z thing. But here, if the mountain, I'm sorry, if uh, the hound dies, right? Yeah. Then, you know, what happens to, like, the mountain storyline? Is he just, like, a mindless yeah, just protector get... of Cersei? I mean, that's pretty much all he is ever. What yeah. if the mountain becomes a White Walker? I mean, he kind of already is. Yeah. And and that that's actually he leading to another theory. That's actually another theory of like, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, her hand. What's her hand's name? 
I know uh, you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Fucking, ah, I forget what his name is. But uh, but that he has some role to play in how all of this ends up because of the fact that he was able to sort of bring the hound back from seemingly be or uh, the mountain back from being basically dead. Yeah. Um, that he has some sort of true role to play in it. And I know we had this is uh, I got five on it, but here's a, a couple of things that I wanted to rattle off. All the callback qu- quotes from. Um, from previous seasons so uh you have bran when jamie uh when jamie's basically trying to make his case yeah and bran's like the things we do for love you know that was like and that like only him and jamie knew what that meant and jamie's like oh shit this yeah. dude's different like yeah. <laughs> fucking this weird, guy <laughs> um and then you had uh Tyrion uh saying you know i thought i'd grow old you know to to the age of 80 with a woman's uh mouth around my and jamie like finishes the line for him yeah um a lot of callback quotes in this uh in this and um uh one that we sort of uh, everybody sort of missed but maybe didn't um is uh uh sir uh sir davos where he's he doesn't like to drink before a battle like he already told us that back uh back when i think uh, before the battle of the bastards uh he's like i never drink before a battle but in this one he kind of says that same thing but then he sees tormund fucking just like wilding out he's like i think i might need that drink yeah (laughs) um okay and then um danny and john's relationship how uh, i knew he was gonna tell how did we not mention that I knew he was going to tell her at the uh, at the end of the episode. I, I because it just makes sense, right? Because I guarantee you, it sets up a dyna- dynamic where John's life is going to be in peril, and Danny's going to have to decide whether she saves him or not. You know, yeah. because it's it, and John's and, and still living impacts her claim to the throne. Absolutely, and, and, and that's the one thing. And she does it really right? know if she were to really think about it? John has no fucking interest in the fucking crown. He he gave up her crown, his crown immediately. To bend the knee to her, like he doesn't give a fuck, right? Yeah. If she actually, or if even if she, like, if they got married, that solves the fucking problem. Like yeah. nobody gives a but, shit. Nah, uh, she'd be marrying her nephew. She already fucked him. It's over. We've already yeah. passed that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I thought that scene was very well done. I thought it was just straight to the point. John didn't mince his words, and it creates a very uh, interesting dynamic between him and, and Daenerys going forward. Um. Uh, oh, uh, Bran's conversations. Uh, Bran has several conversations that I think are very fucking interesting. The one he has with Jamie for the mere fact that he says the line, uh, Jamie says the line, um, well, what happens after? And Bran goes, uh, how do you know there's an after? Yeah. Very interesting. Cause and th- he, he, he didn't deny that there is a possibility of you know, there being life after this battle, right? Yeah. Um, he didn't confirm that, you know, hey, this is where everything ends. Yeah. Uh, I, I think him not denying or him not saying, like, there is nothing after this is bigger than anything else, right? Hmm. For me, it le- I mean, obviously, there we, we know there are three episodes after the Battle of Winterfell, so we know that there are things that take place afterwards. Yeah. But the characters in the moment, in the show, they don't know that. I think for Jamie him him saying like you know how do you know it's kind of like when someone asks you a question you ask them that same or a similar question back i think for jamie he's you know he's very much on the optimistic side saying you know what we will make it past this no but i but i think this is leading into my theory about that bran is the big bad of the season that he's actually the evil person that everybody has to watch out for because i don't think he wants an after 
Um, I don't know exactly what his motivations are, but I don't buy into the fact that the Night King is just evil and he just wants to kill mankind and wants to erase history, which all that kind of made sense. You know, the yeah. whole big talk that they had around the table. Yeah, we agree on that. Um, like, he, yeah. he has a purpose. Yeah, the, 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 the Night King has a purpose and he's tried to kill Three-Eyed Ravens before, but it's just assumed that the Three-Eyed Ravens are forces of, I guess, good, yeah. you know, but it that's just what we assume. We're, we're taking that literally just based off the fact that Bran is saying that. We have, no, we have literally no other evidence to support that the Three-Eyed Ravens are in any way, shape, or form a good force in Game of Thrones. Yeah. By other, other than the fact that Bran used to be, like, Bran is a Stark and we like Bran, so we're like, ah, fuck it. He might, he's not that bad, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think that 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 line was indicative of that. But also that he has a convers, and this is the second time Tyrion has a conversation with somebody where we don't get to see what conversation, even though it's a critical conversation, because we get to find out Bran or the Three Eye Ravens perspective on everything going on. And then also, presumably, we get to find out exactly what, because he knows whatever Tyrion's up to or whatever thing that Tyrion's trying to hide. Yeah. You know, he's, he's going to know that. And that conversation was, I think, Tyrion trying to develop an understanding of how much Bran knows and how much Bran doesn't know, mm-hmm. right? Or how far into the future or the past or what realities can Bran see. Uh, Tyrion is a smart guy, and I think he knows that Bran knows a lot. Um, and he's just trying to pull from Brand what he could, and yeah. and there was a reason why we didn't hear that conversation because it may have kind of spilled the beans for what's to come. No, I like I know that for for viewing purposes, but I'm saying yeah. like they were being purposeful in the fact that they didn't show us that yeah. conversation. Like that was they Which knew that that's a critical theory that at some point in time. Tyrion's going to betray Danny. It's 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 inevitable to happen. I, okay. I I will put money on it today that it's inevitable that Tyrion's going to betray uh, Daenerys uh, for for a number of reasons. Um, but moving on, um, the song that Podrick sings very good song, very good song. But it it's not just an ordinary song though. Very important song to Game of Thrones uh, lore. Uh, so the song is about uh, Jenny of, I don't know, and I'm going to butcher this because I don't uh, forget all the exact details. But to my understanding, it's a song that uh, was in reference to uh, a, a a Targaryen. And I think his name was like, fuck, it's like Donnie or some shit like that. Um, Donnie Targaryen. And he uh, he was sort of caught in the same situation that um, uh, Rhaegar found himself self in where he was or, or I'm sorry or where uh, Rob Stark was was uh, caught in where uh, Rob was essentially promised to another woman and he ended up marrying somebody else right so this guy Donnie was promised to a, a, a one woman and then but then he found this Jenny and he found that he loved her um, and uh, it turns out that they married in secret and yada yada uh, and then Donnie dies in a fire. And so the, the song essentially has to do with Jenny. And I think she, and I forget exactly where her bloodline lies, but uh, she, there's something about her bloodline that is pretty significant. Um, but anyways, uh, the, the main sort of idea behind that is that Rhaegar is actually the person who wrote that song. And if you notice in the scene directly after uh, the song stops, 
uh, it's John and Danny down in the crypt, which isn't by accident because it's obviously a call to the, to that to to their bloodlines. But then also Danny literally says, um, "Oh, Rigar was such a good singer." Um, you know, when she's kind of talking about like why she thought he wasn't such a bad guy, but he, she thought she, he, you know, uh, she, this is when she still believed that he raped, uh, Le- Leanna. Um, she says he's a great singer. So the theory is, is that Rhaegar actually came up with that song and he hid the, the, um, he hid the, I guess the essentially the prophecy of Azor Ahai. Mm-hmm. The, the answer lies somewhere in that song. So it's a very important song to Game of Thrones. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at the lyrics now, and um, they and again they played it twice throughout this episode. Yes, so, once um, during Podrick's, it, and then at yeah, the end, and yeah. then at the end, yep, yeah, and during the credits. Looking at the lyrics, I'm gonna have to read through these lyrics again, but um, th- that was a good call out. I, I think that there is a message in that song yeah um what exactly that message is and you know is it a a foretelling of events to come i don't know yet i'm gonna have to really really like dissect these lyrics a little bit more yeah uh jenny of old stone jenny of old stone yes yeah Yeah. and yeah there there was something about her bloodline that was uh that was pretty uh significant as well and and i just i forget the actual details of it um yeah, she was a peasant yeah. woman who married like Prince Duncan Targaryen, who was the eldest son. Or of, Duncan, I'm sorry, um, I kept saying Donny. Donny Targaryen, who was the eldest son of Aegon Targaryen. So, mm-hmm. is Jenny supposed to be? Well, hmm. I, I don't know if I'm going to look at it directly Jenny as be like Danny, because the eldest son of Aegon would then be uh, John. Uh, no, 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 no. John is. Um, John is John is the son of Rhaegar, Rhaegar, which was the son of, uh, and I forget what their name, what the Mad uh, the Mad King. I, that's all I remember his name. I forget what yeah. his actual name is. Um, but uh, but so Danny is Rhaegar's sister. So I think that that this was like their great grandparents or great aunts and uncles, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I don't know the fucking the the the, the what is it? the family tree the family looks tree. So very it's, complicated. It's the family tree is crazy. <laughs> And I've seen one of like the one of the like large um, Game of Thrones family trees. It is fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know how the writers kept up with that shit, but uh, you know, shout out to uh, shout out to the writers of yeah. of Game of Thrones. All right, I know, I know you're, you're amazing getting, story. Getting a little tired, but uh, two more things, and I promise I'm done. <laughs> I swear to God, I know, I'm, I'm channeling Fabe. Shout out to Fabe. Um, one last thing, or, or two two more last things. Uh, the Night King. I think he he might actually be giving a pump fake. If you look at all the major battles that we've seen in Game of Thrones, there's always some sort of uh, deception that goes into them, meaning that somebody's going to attack here when really they attack there. Yeah. Somebody comes up with somebody something that we didn't we never really expected. I think the Night King might be going for the uh, head fake here. I think he he might be on his way down to King's Landing. Did we see? We didn't. We didn't see, see, the see Night him. King. Yeah, we saw the other White Walkers. Yes. We did not see the Night King, you're right. I think the Night King might be heading down to King's Landing. That's a long-ass drive. Uh, (laughs) On the dragon, like, god damn. (laughs) (laughs) Need to stop for some food. But Um, but you're right, we didn't see the Night King. uh, And and while Jon and Danny and Sansa and... Uh, while, while they have a great plan to get the Night King alone. They have, no, I was thinking about this too. They have no plan. Th- their plan is basically uh, try not to die. Like that's I mean, essentially what their die, plan is. Get the Night King alone, draw him out to the woods where Bran will be because yeah. we know that that's who the Night King wants or at least that's what Bran has told us. Yeah. Um, 
it's as good as the plan as you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not faulting them. I yeah. don't think there's really anything else you can do. They, they're running a hundred thousand deep. I don't. There's really not much you can do against yeah. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so watch out for maybe if we have some trickery with the Night King. There's gonna be some sort of deception that goes on with this with this battle. Okay, and then the last last thing, um, who's gonna die? Let's 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 put, hedge our bets here. I think Brienne dies. Okay. I think Grey Worm dies. I think uh, Tormund dies. I think. I think uh, um, uh, Jorah Mormont dies. Hmm. I think Sir Davos dies. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for now. Okay, I like the list. Uh, very respectable list. Um, I like to do process of elimination. Okay, so let's go with who's going to survive. Clearly, Cersei has plans for um either brother right or both brothers right yep one of them's got to survive i don't know which one most likely uh, uh, Tyrion, if i were to hedge my bets because obviously he's supposed to at least be down in the crypts um and again this isn't um that's not their story that's cersei's story right so it's like different if we were looking at it from their perspective of like okay is their story complete Cersei's making plans for them, which means that I, I don't know why the story story writers would put that into it, knowing that they're just going to kill both of the brothers because then that that's the end of that storyline, you know. Um, so I think one of them lives clearly, if not both of them. But if I had to take my bets, I would definitely say Tyrion. Okay, so I think one of them lives. Um, I think John and Danny both live. I think Sansa lives. I think. Arya, we might get that head fake saying Arya is dead just to find out she lives and she murks somebody, you know, important. Um, Everybody else. I'm f- I really feel like they d- all might just die. They just, I think everybody else. <laughs> Everybody's dead. I think everybody else is dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know because I who like who else could you say? Like, so, for instance, um, uh. What's his name? Um, uh, and I actually like the return of uh, Theon. I think he's he's made a pretty good de- redemption. That's a pretty good redemption. Yeah, story. I hated I, him I for hated, a long uh, time. I hated him with a passion time. for so long. Um, like then, when I, he, then when I just he, started to feel bad for him. Now no, I'm just like no. When he when he left Yara, I was just like, oh, he's got to die. Yeah, we got to kill him slowly too. Like yeah. she, for, she forgave him quick. I don't know Yo, if I would have been that quick to forgive. Yeah, that whole situation was just too quick for me. Yeah. But uh, in any event, um, yeah, Th- Theon. Um, I don't know. He's he's had his sort of redemptive story. So if, I'm if like, Theon dies, yeah, it is know. what it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, it's time for you to go, brother. Uh, but the one thing that's sort of making me think that maybe he will die is the fact that he's going to be the one guarding Bran. Mm-hmm. And usually, it's like uh, in a, uh, Infinity War, right? It was uh, uh, it was uh, Wanda's job to protect Vision, right? And yep. then what happened? She was like the first one out of there. You know, she was the first one who's like in major danger, you know? Uh, and I, so I think there's a person who's always guarding sort of like the, uh, the, uh, what do you, what did they call it when you're the bait? Yeah. Yeah. The person guarding the bait is always pretty much a good bet that that person. Probably you're going to take the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Theon knows that, which is why he volunteered, yeah, he volunteered right? Yeah, yeah. You know, he wouldn't want John to volunteer. He wouldn't want, uh, you know, Aria, Aria somewhere. And anyway, yeah. he's like, you know what? This is the least I could do for yeah. all the wrong that I've done to the to the Stark family. 
the least I could do is protect this one very important star, even if that means risking my life. Yeah. And, you know, they say like uh, somebody and, I, and I'm really sorry that I don't have the origins of all these theories, but uh, one person was like, it's actually kind of Theon's fault while we're dealing with all this. Right. Because there's this, you know, there's the uh, there, there's a theory that uh, they keep saying there must always be a Stark in Winterfell. Mm -hmm. um and perhaps that it's a pact that the starks made like a, a a truce that the starks made with the night king to say hey if you guys stay up north there's always going to be a stark in in uh winterfell um and as soon as uh um theon took over the castle and then had uh and then uh what's his name bran and uh rickon start making their journey um, that's when the Night King is like, "Oh, we marching!" Like yeah. if you look at that, if you look at where everything sort of lines up, no, that, that is wise, true. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of like when things started to happen. Is yeah. when uh, the Starks uh, lost Winterfell. Right? Yeah. Um, interesting. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we've talked uh everything and anything Game of Thrones. Uh, this clearly went on for a lot longer than it should have been, but fuck it, it was it was <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, what are your predictions for this? Uh, for for uh, um outside of people who, who die. Like, yeah. where, where do you think we come? Where do you think we land? You know what? I think on the, the back end, I think uh, my big prediction for this episode is I think the danger doesn't come from uh, in front. Right. Mm. It comes from below. Mm. Oh, all of the women and the children were sent oh, the crypts. In, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. crypts. Yeah, I think yeah, the yeah, night yeah. King knows that um, because of the last battle, right. Where, uh, you know, the theory is that Winterfell is the last place that winter fell where the uh, the whites and the white walkers were defeated and they or there was a deal made and they were pushed back north of the wall. And I think the Night King knows that there are a lot of dead people, a lot of dead bodies that that are buried beneath Winterfell. And what a way to surprise your enemy than to think I'm coming for you straight on. But the, the real threat is coming from below. So I think that's what happens. I think that's what we see Arya running from in the tombs. Mm -hmm. Um uh, I, I think you know there might there might be a second legion of whites and white walkers heading towards uh, King's Landing. To your uh, to your theory, uh, we a lot of people die. Yeah, I, I think the entire table gets reset with this episode. I think we're gonna. It's at the end of this episode that we're gonna find out exactly what Game of Thrones, like what the whole point of this show is. Yeah, I think where where they're going. I think they're gonna reveal to us exactly like what what they're actually thinking. Because uh, I don't think anything is gonna be as we thought it would be. I think, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if my entire theory just gets blown out of the water. I think everybody's theories are going to get yeah. blown out. I think they're going to, they're going to surprise us all with where, what direction that they go in. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we've got one more prediction to make end game end game. Yeah. What do we think? Um, what's going to happen? You know what? Holy you know what? shit. We're finally here after yeah. a year. You know, what's so, um, so I saw this thing online where it looked at Star Wars, right? And how in every Star Wars movie, yeah. they would drop the line of the title for the next Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. Like, the you know, it's, we must find the last Jedi or, mm -hmm. um, you know. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. If you look at it. Um, in the last one, they were like, uh, he, uh, I think it was like the emperor who said something along the lines of something, something. Um, the, the force, the force, uh, the force awakens or something like that. Oh, in, uh, in The Last Jedi? Or not the last Jedi, uh, the Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi uh, so into a Force Awakens. Exactly, they okay. they dropped the title for the next one, right? And yeah, then yeah. Uh, similar thing happened in um, uh, uh, Infinity War, mm -hmm. where Doctor Strange says, "We're in the End Game now." 
Yeah. Right. And then the title for this movie, Endgame. Uh, there was a theory that I read that Doctor Strange had created this time loop of events that we're seeing and we're thinking that it's happening according to Thanos's plan, but it's really uh, happening according to Doctor Strange's plan because he foresaw these events. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything that we're seeing is not. Is, is a reality that's been created. Who's creating this reality, whether it's Thanos, whether it's Doctor Strange, or maybe it's the one who we thought died in um, uh, Doctor Strange's standalone film, mm-hmm. right? I think that character is very significant in, in the greater universe of all the things that are happening now. Uh, I think there's a huge pump fake, you know, that's one of the words we're, we're using throughout this episode, that's happened, that happened in Infinity War that we're going to see uh, dissolve in Endgame. Uh, there's going to be a shift in time, which, you know, who's more capable of doing that than Doctor Strange? So I think he plays a significant role in this movie. Who dies? I think Captain America dies. I think Tony Stark dies. Um, I, I think Scarlet Witch dies. Uh, I think the only two... The only no, Scarlet people- Witch? I mean, he's coming out with the show, so I, I really feel like... Is she? <laughs> she Scarlet <laughs> Witch. Well, both Scarlet Witch and I think you meant to say Black Widow, but... Uh, no, no, no. Black Widow has a movie coming out. Um, Scarlet oh, Scarlet Witch. Has- Witch yeah, Scar- uh, Scarlet and Vision. Oh, they have a TV show coming out? Yeah, on uh, Disney's new platform. Really? Oh. Yeah, Disney Plus. Oh. Very creative. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the only people who walk away from this is uh, Thor. Um, I know Captain America does, doesn't. Uh, Ant-Man, uh, a few smaller characters. I think Black Panther walks away from this. But a lot of people... Well, all the secondary. The, the B team is clearly going to survive because yeah, they're, gonna, they're pretty people, much all dead. A yeah. lot of people that we love, uh, we're going to lose in this movie. But again... There is a, I think there's a huge fake going on here. There's a, a reality that we're not seeing that's being controlled by either Thanos or it's being controlled by Doctor Strange, and we're going to see that unravel. Yeah, um, I think that I, I, I think a little differently than you. I think it's all going to be sort of played out in the because uh, they went through great lengths to, with this whole quantum realm thing with uh, Ant Man. They they went through extraordinary lengths. We got two boring ass movies out of Ant Man <laughs> to lead us down this this hole. So I think that they that that's clearly going to play a factor into it. And I think that that's going to, to um, trump whatever sort of like, uh, I don't, for one, I don't think Thanos is really doing much of anything right now. I think he's out back Chilling. gardening. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he's really plotting to do anything, but I think that they're, they're going to fuck around with to do some shit uh, and he's going to get, you know, hip to it. And then that's going to be the ultimate sort of, you know, conflict or not conflict, but the clash between them. Um, I don't know, man. I, I you know what? I, I I'm purposely not going into this with like deep expectation, not even expectations, but like deep uh, theories. I've I made a point in it, like not to like really go. I'm just gonna enjoy it. I'm just gonna enjoy it, man. Uh, I've literally it. I've stayed I've or I and that's a lie. I really haven't, but uh, I, I've tried to avoid social media posts that talk about it. Like uh, right now, everybody's dropping their in, uh, end game reviews like on YouTube. And, yeah. You know, I saw something on Instagram that was like footage in theater of like a spoiler. I, just, I scrolled out. No, get this shit out of here. I was about to report that shit to Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not going into it. Look, um, we're going to have a very heavy Sunday. I don't know uh, exactly when we're going to record next. Uh, I think we're thinking Saturday, um, but uh, who knows? Um, yeah. Either way, Sunday is going to be. I don't know. Every now and then. Um, the stars align, the, the cosmos, something happens in the universe, and just everything just fucking lines up. Yeah. 
we're going to fucking watch Endgame and the Battle of Winterfell yeah. in one this fucking is, day. This is the stars oh aligning. God. This is your credit score going up. This <laughs> yeah. is <laughs> this, this is you finding out you're getting twice yeah. as much on your tax return as you thought you were. Yeah. And you've got the big joker at the spades table. Yeah, yeah. This is all of that on the same day. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Um, okay. So uh, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you listen this long, obviously you're a fan of the show and we deeply appreciate you but uh go ahead and uh you know do that uh kindness of hitting that like button hit that subscribe button and hitting that share button uh you know uh if you want to know about uh head fakes and pump fakes uh then uh you definitely came to the right place and uh give everybody else that knowledge as well um you got anything else nothing okay all right yeah uh fair enough you have nothing to add to this uh this conversation uh with that being said uh ladies and gentlemen um we're gonna fucking enjoy sunday and uh we'll we'll see you fucking after we're gonna have some stuff to report hey until then we hit the usual protocol fade out hey